across the UK, online and on DAB. Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Talk Radio. Busy show this evening. Thank you, George Galloway. Always a pleasure to come in after you, boss. Primarily because, uh, well, A, your show is excellent, and B, the studio is cool. New callers only this evening. Busy show. New callers only. Uh, new and newish callers. After midnight, we're going to do a Periscope love bomb, or we're going to try it. And after ten, um, we're going to talk about Bruce Ploitation. What the hell is that? I shall tell you all in a minute. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. He sure knows how to fight for his defense. In starting all his limbs, the tents. Power glistens in his eyes, he strikes terror with his cries. He's the king of kung fu. King of kung fu. King of kung fu. Let him show what he can do. With a fingertip sensitivity His kung fu courage set in motion It's a massive dynamic explosion Power fills his eyes as he strikes Terror with his cries uh! He's the king of kung fu him into what he is, made him a powerhouse that fights to live, his iron muscles threaten destruction, there's no fighter that can touch him, the king is now revealed, he's a real steel. he's a king of kung fu. So many memories, partly for when we played it last week, but when I was a kid, oh man, that's um, the theme tune to Goodbye Bruce Lee, his last game of death, a very, very strange film. Now, when I was a kid, my first ever obsession before the monkeys, before anything, before anything, when I was about 10, 11 years old, was Bruce Lee. 
And it was um, early 80s home video was kind of happening. We had a Betamax. Um, and you could, it was before like video nasties and stuff. So kids could go in and rent. My last name is Lee. Bruce Lee. Oh, blimey. Scared, I was born in- scared the life out of me then. It was actual Bruce Lee. Um, you could go in and rent, like, X-rated films, and if the shop wouldn't let you take it, which was very rare, then your mum and dad would go and rent it. And I was obsessed, obsessed with Bruce Lee. Loved it. And I had a mate who had loads of Bruce Lee comics and uh, magazines, and we'd photocopy them and sell the uh, photocopy pictures for a penny apiece until we got in trouble and found out. But the problem with Bruce Lee is... He only made four and a half films. And also the films when they were shown in England were really badly cut. But he only made four and a half films. Um, but luckily, there's this weird phenomenon called Bruceploitation, where after Bruce Lee died, loads of um, uh, film companies, primarily in, in Hong Kong and China, but kind of various other places, just found people that, in some cases, looked a bit like Bruce Lee. In most cases, were just Chinese people, you know. Um, and build them as the new Bruce Lee, or Bruce Lai, which is pronounced Lee, or Bruce Le, or Dragon Lee, or, 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 or however many you can think of. And they made hundreds of these films. And, you know, for, for kids in the 80s, starving to see more Bruce Lee stuff, they weren't going to get it, he was dead. We kind of latched onto these films. And for a long time, these 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 um, Bruce Lee films that didn't have Bruce Lee in were a big part of my life. Um, some of them are absolutely brilliant. Exit the Dragon, Enter the Tiger, I would suggest, is a masterpiece. Some of them, like that one, Goodbye Bruce Lee, His Last Game of Death, are... Well, they're kind of almost unwatchable. Yeah, I would have sat through that film about 20 times when I was 15, for 13. Anyway, anyway, there's a brilliant, brilliant um, Twitter feed, at Bruce Lee Clones, and it's run by a gentleman called Michael Worth. And Michael is a um, uh, 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 making a documentary, and I believe writing a book about this whole phenomenon. And I've been looking forward to talking to him for ages. Evening, Michael. Hey, how are you? I'm very, very well. Where, now, you're in, you're in Los Angeles, is that right? I am in Los Angeles. Yeah, you've been taking me down memory lane. This has been great. <laughs> oh, man. You, you, I don't know if you've ever seen um, a UK edit of the Bruce Lee films. They had all of the nunchuckers cut out. Yeah, you know, I've got actually plenty because doing, you know, my, my obsession stages, I I would, like, get them from the yeah. UK, some of the cuts. And I was always, that that was something that always stood out to me. I was like, he, you know, I go, wait a minute, what happened to the nachakos there? So, well, the scene, yeah. the, the scene the, just, I'm going to geek out for 30 seconds. Indulge me, dear listener, and then we'll bring it back a bit. Um, the, the, the scene in Way of the Dragon where he, he goes out around the back of the restaurant and gets the double nunchuckers. We didn't see that. No one, we, we had to pass around dodgy bootleg copies of that scene because it was cut out. He suddenly, he go out and then he'd be dusting off and there'd be people lying on the floor i know and that's and that's that image with him with the nunchakos is yeah. always like the most iconic so you guys got ripped off <laughs> we got ripped off now listen um uh, d- d- tell me how you got into to, to uh, karate and kung fu films well i was i was like you and i was listening to your intro there and I, as a you know as a 10 year old i was studying aikido already and I, I like you fell in love with bruce lee and became obsessed with him and was uh, you know, at, but at that time, you know, the, as you were saying, this was sort of the right at the start of when Betamax and video was starting. I mean, you still the only way you could see movies was in the theaters at the sort of tail end of the grindhouse era and all that. So I didn't know how many movies Bruce Lee had made as as a kid. You know, I I'd assumed I knew Game of Death was like his big mysterious film, um, 
And then uh, what happened was a film I – was, I was raised in the Bay Area, which is up by the San Francisco mm. Berkeley area. And there was a film playing across the Bay called The Young Dragon, and I saw the ad for it. And it said, Bruce's first film at the age of 18 held back in the vaults of China. And I was like, I was sold. So yeah. I went, you know, went over there, paid my $3 to see it, and I just realized within 10 minutes I had been completely duped. And this was as little as I knew about Bruce Lee. I knew I wasn't looking at Bruce Lee. But by the end of the movie, I was so sucked into this thing. I went home and I was working out for hours. And I was like, (laughs) that was the best, you know. And so uh, that was kind of like my introduction to it. And to be honest with you, it's sort of, you know, I had to start my own career later in life and not be too, you know, geeked out on this stuff. But I mean, I have just just been fascinated with it since I was a kid. It's it's weird because he made kind of four and a half films and and the game of death yeah. which is billed as his last the last bruce lee film in some ways that is a bruce bruceploitation film because oh the biggest yeah that's it, you're absolutely right it's, it's the last the 20 minutes the, the last 20 minutes is bruce <laughs> is the stuff that he filmed and the hour and a half before that are, are about three different lookalikes i think and weird waxworks and weird pictures stuck on mirrors it's a strange film yeah, I mean, there's some strange ones out there, as you probably noticed, and and that one being probably the most accessible one to get at, obviously, because they still sort of tout it as a real Bruce Lee film. But there was a follow-up to it, I don't know if you know, called Tower of Death. Yeah, of course. And and it actually, it, even though it's sort of billed as a game of death, too, if you watch the movie, it's actually playing more equal to Enter the Dragon. But they did a very similar thing. They just they took some footage yeah. that wasn't used in Enter the Dragon, and they put it in there and tried to make it look like Bruce was in the beginning of it. Um, it, and in some of the shots he was, but it's, go ahead. It, I was going to say, it's, it's, uh, when, do you know when Hong Kong, I'm guessing it kind of started in Hong Kong, correct me if I'm wrong, but when they kind of thought, wow, now Bruce Lee's dead, we, we can make loads of films and pretend it's Bruce Lee. It seems a strange game plan. Well, believe it or not, actually the Bruce exploitation, in a sense, started when he was still alive because oh. he had... He had done the action scenes for a film called The Unicorn Palm, which starred his friend Unicorn. That was his his nickname. Um, And Bruce was on set directing some of the action for him. He'd already done a couple of films in Hong Kong. He was already extremely popular. His his star was on the rise. So he went to help his friend make this movie. And when they released the film, this was released while Bruce Lee was still alive, probably right around the time he was doing Enter the Dragon. Um, they would advertise Bruce Lee and all the campaigns saying directed by him. They started sticking clips from him behind the scenes, doing the choreography into the actual movie itself. And when it came to America, which when it it did come here after Bruce Lee had passed away, the first poster would have Bruce Lee on the front and it said it was, and they changed the title to Bruce Lee and I, and then they would say directed and it said directed by Bruce Lee. And I have this poster, but then the lawsuits jumped in and then the poster immediately changed to almost the same image with some other guy on the front. And then it no longer was called Bruce Lee and I. It's, it's, it's hard for people to know. I mean, he would have, he would have been a massive star in the West. He only really made one American. American film Enter the Dragon and, and and had he gone on to make more he would have been the action hero in America in, in the 70s I think but um it, well it, yeah a lot of people don't even realize he was uh, going to be on the Johnny Carson show two weeks after he had passed away was he I didn't know that yeah. no yeah and uh, he was huge I mean no huge isn't even the word he was a phenomenon in Hong Kong and China wasn't he Oh, God, yeah. And then, and the thing is, when the, the Hong Kong film started coming into the UK and America um, after he had passed away, 
everybody was always wanting Bruce Lee films, you know. So a lot of the distributors were like, well, let's just not tell him that he didn't make four and a half films. Let's just make it look like, you know what I mean? So that's he became, you know, obviously his name was synonymous with martial arts over here as well. How many films do you reckon there are with with people pretending to be Bruce Lee? Well, you know, in the book that I'm, I've got coming out, it, I kind of go into this a lot. I mean, it's a it's it, there's sort of like very um, varying degrees of Bruce exploitation. Yeah. Movies that sometimes just use the advertising. And then, of course, you go to the film and it's got zero within the film that has anything whatsoever. But then you have, for instance, the three guys you mentioned. They're the three main Bruce exploitation actors, you know, Dragon Lee, Bruce Lee and, and Bruce Lai. And these guys... Pretty much everything they did, with the exception of a few films they did at the end of their careers, were you could just you just knew was Bruce exploitation just because they were in it and what they brought to it. Um, but then there's another about a half dozen or so people that would come in and do you know one two three offs you know where they would just do it a few times something similar. I'd say the the era of Bruce exploitation really ran from 1973 to about you know the early 1980s, so about ten years. And in that time, you were probably looking at at least 50 or 60 films that you could c- categorize as Bruce Boytation. Bruce Lye, for me, and it's, I know it's pronounced Lee, but I'm, I'm saying Lye just for you know, convenience sake. Uh, yeah. For me, he's, he's the best. I mean, because he, he looks a bit like Bruce Lee. He looks most like Bruce Lee, the, the, more than any of the others. Uh, he, he's, he can do the moves to a certain extent. And uh, he, he seemed to invest kind of a bit more time in his, his movies than the other guys. Well, I think there's a couple of reasons for that. One, you're right. He did. He did have that look. But he also was of the of the group. I would say he was the most reticent to do this. He was he loved Bruce Lee. He just wanted to respect him. And he kind of just took this ride with these producers that kept just throwing him in all this stuff. Sometimes it was good. But most of the time it was really sort of, uh, you know, slanderous, sort of salacious, uh, you know, Bruce Lee stuff. And uh, at the end of his career, he he walked away basically from his career and he made a movie. It was like his last film. It was called The Chinese Stuntman and he directed it. And it was a summation of his career It was about him being pulled into the film business, getting used. And then he walks away from it. And that's kind of what he wanted to wanted to say. You've just reminded me of a film that I had when I was 12 called uh, Bruce Lee, the man, the myth. You talk about li- oh. libelous films, and it's 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 Bruce Lee doing the story of Bruce Lee, um, but it's just I mean there's <laughs> there's a brilliant scene where, he, where where he's dying and he gets a really bad headache at the actress's house, and you just see him going oh my head, and it really is I, I mean a, a lot of these films were stinkers, weren't they? Well, yeah, and it's funny when you mention just that moment because that. That was one of the big mysteries, the big things about Bruce Lee was the fact, you know, he died in this other woman's apartment. And there's always been all this stuff around that. And and so it's funny. There are two versions of that sequence where one where he's he's in there and he goes, ah, my head. And, you know, and she's like, let me get you some aspirin. And there's another one. He goes, ah, my head. Hey, is your husband coming home soon? <laughs> you know, to sort of take away from the fact that maybe it was less than uh you know, good that he was there. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he, he, and, and to be honest with you, Bruce Lee, the man, the myth, which is also known as Bruce Lee, the true story, I think in the UK right. was actually one of the better ones that he did about Bruce Lee's life. Cause he did like three or four where he played Bruce Lee and he did some that were just, I mean, the first couple he did like, and this is where it gets confusing and I, and it even confuses me sometimes. He's, he has a, about half a dozen films that all had similar titles. There was, a dragon dies hard. There's dragons die hard. There was super dragon. There was 
Dragon Lives, you know, so you had these like combinations of titles that would sometimes be interchangeable and you were never sure which movie was which. Um, but he did a few that were pretty outrageous, particularly his, um, his uh, first one he did, which was called uh, The Dragon Lives. Uh, excuse me. Bruce, see, I'm already confusing him. Bruce Lee, A Dragon Story. And it was it was the first one they made, actually. It was the very first one. He's got like a mustache. Bruce Lee has a mustache in it. And, and there's almost no fighting in it because they still hadn't, you know, they just ran off and made a movie. It was yeah. like a soap opera movie about his life. So uh, you dig deep enough, you can find some pretty uh, pretty bad ones that make uh, Bruce Lee the man, the myth, look like an Oscar winner. Michael, stay there. We're going to find out more about your book sure. and your documentary in a second. I've got to take a break. Uh, 0844 499 1000. Uh, we'll, 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 I want to find out as well why, why we're still talking about Bruce Lee 43 years, I think, after he died. It seems incredible for a man that only made one film in Hollywood and, and four and a half films in total that we're still kind of, you know, it's still kids look up to him. It's incredible. Uh, I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Indulge me in a little bit of Friday Night Geekery and a really weird, a weird little cul-de-sac of cinema. Right? It's a strange little offshoot that some of you will be aware of. I think primarily men of a certain age will be aware of them, and, and, and most of you won't. It's the, the genre of Bruce Bloitation. Loads of Bruce Lee films were made. Didn't have Bruce Lee in. I sat, uh, and Michael Worth, who's a documentary maker and an author and an actor, is, is, is talking to me about this from Los Angeles. Michael, I say he's not in them. Actually, in loads of films, there's um, loads of the Bruce Bloitation films, there's f- footage of his funeral, and you actually see dead Bruce Lee... In his open casket. And I, as a kid, I thought, hey, that's cool. As an adult, I think, hey, that's really weird. Yeah, no, you're, <laughs> you're, you're right. I think that's what it is, is you and me as kids, we were watching these films. We wanted to eat that stuff up. But later you do look at it uh, a little oddly. The, that footage, that funeral footage, is, was public domain. So that's why it's all over the place. I mean, it's in Kung Fu Fever. It's in Bruce Lee, The Man, The Myth. It's in The Game of Death. It's in The Clones of Bruce Lee. You'll see it all over the place. Um, but, uh, if you, there was a film called the death of Bruce Lee and it was with Ron Van Cleef where he goes to investigate the death of Bruce Lee. And they actually, this is where, this is where it went to the ultimate. They actually on the poster for the movie here in the U S they didn't put the, the, that shot you're talking about from the funeral was actually a picture of Bruce Lee in the, on the autopsy room. And it was a real photo and they put it on the cover of the poster. Yeah. So they eventually had to pull that off as well, but they, you know, they pushed it pretty hard back then. And it's got you'd quite often see it within that footage, um, film of his wife Linda in 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 tears. What was interesting about it was it was it seemed the whole of Hong Kong, everybody came out to see the funeral. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in the thousands. I mean, those streets were just jam packed. I mean, he had two funerals. He had that one, which was everybody in Hong Kong and. And then, which is why you see so much of the footage because it got shot so much. Um, and then he did one in Seattle where Steve McQueen and James Coburn and those guys were his pallbearers. But uh, yeah, that fo- the, it's interesting to watch how you know how that that Hong Kong stuff went because there were a lot of I mean a lot of stars there. I mean that, I mean whether you know it or not, at that time some of the biggest stars in Hong Kong were at that yeah. that um, that uh, footage in that footage. 
And there's another film actually that Bruce Lee did later, and they used the same idea because what they would do is they would shoot these things because then they could say so and so was in the movie, even though it's just this footage at a funeral or whatever. And he, Bruce Lee, did a movie called Challenge of the Tiger, where they actually went into a party with cameras with Bruce Lee and Jack Klugman and um, Jane C. Party and he would walk up to him and shake their hand, and then they would film it and they'd walk off. And on the poster of the movie, it said oh. with Jack Klugman and Jane Seymour. That's incredible. <laughs> and, and, yeah. the, it's it's the cheek of the whole thing. That, that what you've just said there, showing the funeral, putting Bruce Lee's name on a poster when he's not in it. You know, and films like Bruce Lee from Fights Back from Beyond the Grave. It's right. just the audacity. And I guess it was all about the dollar, wasn't it? It was all about making money. Well, that's the interesting thing. Okay, you know, now today, I mean, I, I actually know his family. I know his daughter. I know his wife. You know, and and there's a and so there's a part of me that like recoils at some of the stuff that I used to really enjoy as a kid. Um, but the thing is, you had the producers on the one hand that were clearly trying to piggyback on Bruce Lee's life and make mm. the money and do whatever they could. But what's also interesting about the film when uh, the films when you start to kind of understand it is there's a lot of filmmakers, a lot of choreographers, a lot of martial artists and a lot of actors that within the film are trying in their own way to either honor Bruce or process his passing in different ways. So, you know, the, the, the guys making the films are putting the money in or looking to, to make money, but you'll find in, in the films it varies a lot how they present Bruce Lee, you know, and that's that. So to me, there's within the, the confines of these, this Bruce exploitation trash sometimes you get on the surface, there is stuff inside that would actually be kind of surprisingly nice to a Bruce Lee fan, you know? Why are we still talking about Bruce Lee? For, I think it was 1973, wasn't it? 43 years after he died. Yep. It seems odd, doesn't it, for a man who, who did only make one Western film, and the other films are great, but I, I, I've shown them to people like action movies, and some of them got it, and some of them didn't, you know, whereas everyone seems to get Enter the Dragon. Why, so many years later, is he still such a big star? Well, it's, I, I and you know, I, I'll tell you, when I was, when I started working as an actor in, in this business, it was, was in the mid-90s, I started doing martial arts films, the there was always still still and this is the early 90s you know 20 some odd years later they were still trying to do bruce lee stuff in the fight scenes that i would be doing and i, and I was so it amazed me you know like i did this movie with lorenzo lamas called final impact and uh these this film street crimes with dennis farina and still with the choreography etc they were still trying to emulate bruce lee um but he uh, to me and i think this is pretty much the easy way to peg it it's like he's like a james dean you know yeah. they, they came along they made a couple of movies but their charisma was so great i mean I, you know that you just got magnetized by him but also bruce lee had the you know this other part to him which is that he was a phenomenal phenomenal martial artist and he just left behind this sort of like even with like game of death where we talk about how it got partially filmed his martial art was wasn't even like a completed martial art. It was this evolving philosophical sort of um, idea for fighting that he never quote unquote finished. So it sort of left all these open curiosity doors, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. I think the guy had a lot of charisma, yeah. you know, when you watch him. Um, is is there anything left in the vault? I was so thrilled when. God, maybe 10 years ago now, the, the Game of Death double-disc DVD came out and it had all of the footage that he'd shot, you know, for the film. Loads, most of it we hadn't seen before. Is there anything left in the in the, the vaults, Michael? Or is is yeah, it all out there? there? No, no, no. Actually, there is. And I've seen a little bit of it. And it's, it's so funny because to this, on your point you just made, to this day, 
people still guard this stuff, hawk yeah. on this stuff, hold it in there and trying to figure out what to do. I can tell you a couple of things that I've seen. This is kind of little, but Bruce Lee did a cigarette commercial <laughs> that he did back when it's popularity for Winston cigarettes. And it, it's, I've seen it. It exists out there. It's, it's really fast. It's quick, but it's kind of cool. You know, yeah. um, there is there is um, outtakes that exist from his movie Way of the Dragon, the one he did with Chuck Norris. So there's a lot of outtakes that they shot that still um, exist to the fat. There's stuff that Bruce Lee did. He shot a lot of things with a, a video camera he had, um, you know, with him in the backyard training people working on choreography i've got this one piece of footage he's not actually in it but you hear him talking the whole time because he's directing his friend dan and asanto yeah. uh, through a fight choreography for the game of death before they shot it and it's all on video and he's in the back in bruce lee's backyard and he's you hear bruce lee yelling at him and saying no do this all right better that's good you know it's oh, so there, there's believe it or not there's a lot of footage still out there it's just what happened at that time it's film that people just didn't really take care of so people are still digging it up and and I'm going to Hong Kong at the end of November and I, and for, you know, for this documentary. But I'm, I'll tell you, I'm going to be like asking questions when I get there. <laughs> so you're, you're, you make what, what's the plan? You've got the book and the film coming out. What, how, where are you with these and, and, and when can we expect to see them? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm a I'm an overachiever for sure. I mean, I've got a career that I have, you know, as an actor and a director. And I, you know, that takes up most of my time. But it's like this. I've always wanted to write a book, so that's how this this thing with the book started. I actually started doing it about eight years ago. I I, I had all these posters and lobby cards and photos that I'd had since I was a kid, and I and I was pulling them out of my storage. I mean, hundreds. And I said, well, maybe I'll find a, a book company that would publish like an art book on the Bruce Lee exploitation posters because they were so just outrageous. Some of them. And I wrote a couple of publishers and one said, well, we don't want to do an art book, but if you want to write a, a story on this, we'll, you know, write a rather a book on this. And I was at first I was like, well, no, I don't know what am I going to write about these things. And then as I started thinking about it, all this stuff started coming to me. And before I knew it, I had this 400 page manuscript um, with this company. And then that turned into working with Severin Films here in the United States to doing this documentary to be a companion to the book and so we are going the book and the will be coming out later this uh or the beginning excuse me the beginning of 2017 as will the documentary because we're going to leave in uh end of november actually we're flying we're in the air on bruce lee's birthday november 27th so it's kind of interesting uh, Michael, and then uh we should have it done by the beginning of uh 2017 listen the skype is breaking up uh just as we get to the half hour mark so i'm we're gonna Whoops. i'm gonna no don't, don't worry about it I, I, oh, i'm surprised sorry. i'm surprised it lasted this long it never normally lasts this long and it normally goes terribly terribly wrong at bruce lee clones is your twitter feed of people and you post su i mean such wonderful beautiful yeah. uh lobby cards and posters and things like that um and I suppose if people have got any stuff in their collection, that, that maybe they should get in touch with you on there and, and, and share it with you. Yeah, if you hit Bruce Lee clones, that'll focus on the book. If you go to Michael Worth, that'll be talking about more of the movies and stuff I'm doing. Because I do actually, just on this note, I've got a film. It's an action film. We're going to do it beginning of next or middle of next year, so the spring. And I'm trying to get a couple of the clones to come be in it. It's a, it's a big oh. kind of expendables martial arts film. I just, I just yeah, suddenly so. got, um, I got, felt a little twinge. <laughs> I'm working on it. I felt a little twinge downstairs when you said that. Final, and final Bolo. question. Fa and Bolo. And Bolo. 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 Uh, uh, final question. Bruce Lai. Have you found yeah. him? Do you know where he is? Is he talking? What? I will tell you this, and so, and I'll give you the the, the first exclusive. Um, 
Bruce Lai and Bruce Lay and Dragon Lee, we've contacted all of them. And so we are hoping to have an interview with each of those guys. And not only, not only that, but we've talked to a bunch of the directors and a lot of the co-stars. And so it's going to be a fun trip to Hong, Michael, Hong Kong, I'll tell you that. Michael, I, I myself am deeply envious. Uh, keep in touch. If there's anything we can do to help, please let us know. And um, I, I wish you the very best of luck, mate. Thank you for coming on and talking to us. And that's where... Oh, the... you bet. I'll get you an autograph. You're yeah. going to get an autograph. Oh, get me a, Bru- get me a Bruce Lai <laughs> autograph. Seriously, man. Oh. I'll work on it. I'll work on it, brother. <laughs> you know I will. Uh, Michael, thank you very much indeed. Oh, man. You just heard 15-year-old me then. Oh, I might get a Bruce Lai autograph. Flipping heck. I know it was geeky. It, thank you for indulging me on that. It's just... I just think it's such a fascinating little subset of cinema. Michael, I really appreciate that. At Bruce Lee Clones. Uh, 0844-499-1000 is the phone number. Let, let's do new and newish callers only tonight, please. So if you're a regular, thank you very much. Sit back. Enjoy the show. Put your phone down. If you've never called before or maybe you've only called once or twice... um. Well, why don't you make it a second or third time tonight? 0844 499 1000. I'm Ian Lee. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0844 499 1000 is the phone number. New and newish callers, please. So if you've called once or twice, and you can you call a second or a third time. That's fine. Um, we do this every once in a while because sometimes I think people uh, who haven't called before are a little reluctant to call because they feel it's a bit of a closed club and um, people, they don't want to be heard and all of that stuff. It's not at all. Everybody is welcome to call in every night about anything. But tonight we're just going to restrict it a little bit. So regular callers, thank you. But, you know, enjoy listening to some new voices and to some new people who might become regulars. After midnight, we're going to try and do a Periscope love bomb. So if you're watching on Periscope, uh, which you can do now, I'm going to turn mine off at midnight because I'll need my phone as we try and hunt someone down. I think we'll find someone in the UK. We've tried Americans before. And um, they get quite sweary. Um, so w- what we'll try and do is just after midnight, and it might not work. You know, it, it you know it took a, took about half an hour last time to get it to work, and then it did, and it was stunning. Um, but it might not work. I'm I'm prepared to do that. I think we can experiment a little bit on a midnight on a Friday night. Um, we'll try and find someone in the United Kingdom who is doing a periscope to zero or maybe one viewer. How's about that? You in? Um, download Periscope on your phones, guys, uh, or go to periscope.tv. But download the app. It's free and it will be helpful for you. What we do, basically, we find someone who's got one person watching. I give out their name and we all pile in. So their viewing figures go 1, 2, 3, 4, 100, 200, 300, 400. And we're nice to them. We're nice to them. There's no meanness. Um, there's nothing nasty. It's a celebration. Okay? So d- download the Periscope app on your phones now while you're listening to me. In the meantime, let's go to Phil. Hip, 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 Phil. How do? Hello, Phil. How are you doing? You all right? Uh, I'm not bad. How are you? I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm good. I'm really... I, <laughs> I say this every night, I seem to, but uh, I'm really tired. I had the, bo- I had the boys today, so I, 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 I got about four hours sleep. I took them to school, and then normally when I do that, Phil, I go back to bed for a few hours. 
And I got back to bed. I was in bed by quarter to nine this morning. And I was wide awake. I couldn't. My brain was like... And I gave it 20 minutes. I thought, I'll stuff this. And I got up and did stuff. So I'm shattered, man. I know know that feeling. I have a a little boy who sleeps with his uh, feet firmly in my head. (laughs) There's that. uh, How old's your your boy, Phil? Uh, 19 months. Oh, beautiful. There's that real myth, isn't there, of, um, you know, a family sleeping in bed together. And it's, it's dad on the left and it's the two children nice with their heads on the pillow in the middle and mum on the right. And I... I've never experienced that. That you're right. The the feet go in the head, or they roll you so you're right on the edge of the bed, or they're upside down. But generally, yeah, it's feet in the head. It's always, always. How do they it's do never that? Like a head in the head. It's always feet. Yeah, and um, my boys as well. They just keep farting. <laughs> they just keep farting. You're being. I've got kind of, kind of got an immune to that. <laughs> yeah, so I do, you do. I but the thing, and my boys are six and four, seven and five soon. And um, I know that probably really soon with the eldest one, he won't want to get in bed with me anymore. So I'm just making the most of it while they still want to do it because I know there will come oh. a point where they don't want to do it anymore. So, you know, I, I do that. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it, it's not a problem because you'll never get that again. Yeah, no, exactly, exactly, and, and you'll get parents. Oh, don't let them sleep in your bed. Older, uh, yeah, and I kind of get that, and I like to, you know, if they fall asleep in my bed and I'm awake, I'll probably go and put them in their bed, but they'll get back in. It, 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 it'll pass at some point. They won't want to do it, and and you, you know, it, it will probably be in about three or four years' time. I'll suddenly go, oh, the boys haven't got in bed with me for the last couple of months, and that'll be it, and that'll be it. Well. It's, it's like a little miniature Bruce Lee, which brings me on, uh, segues <laughs> to the to the real point here. Yeah, go on. Um, I've been uh, listening to listening to uh, what you guys have been talking about tonight. Yeah. And the one thing that I have taken uh, from the Bruce Lee thing, and I, I love him to death as well, um, is you've not mentioned the thing I found on YouTube, where is uh, Bruce Lee playing table tennis. Uh, have you seen it? Oh no! I've now. This is the computer-generated thing, isn't it? No, it's not. What? No, 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 no. no. It's in black and white. Um, basically, he comes up against uh, a table tennis player, and he's he's playing him with nunchucks. No, uh, that it, no, that is no, not real. No it, no, it is real. No, it is. Hang it, on a minute. Course. To promote a cell phone from Nokia. I'm suspicious by that. Bruce Lee was sponsored in a ping pong tournament. There we go. Let's have a oh, look. Oh, look, look. Um, get on YouTube and have a look. Oh, wait, um, hang on. It turns starts out... off against one guy. It is uh, real. And then there's two guys. Um, and I've showed this to people many times. And what you end up doing is is the noises. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you end up doing it. And at one point... He actually roundhouses the table tennis ball. Uh, do you know what? It, it does. He's yeah, like, just roundhoused you know, it there. It does look really. Nunchucks are great, but I'm going to roundhouse the ball across the table. One of the things it's I didn't the most mention. Amazing thing. One of the things I didn't mention to Michael was was um, that Bruce Lee had the best sounds, the best sounds, and also that oh, he was that. arrogant in his films. He's so arrogant. That bit where he he thumbs his nose and then he beckons oh. the opponent to come over. It's so um, cocky. 
come on, the 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 best quote, uh, the best quote, and it's not even the whole quote is, "You have offended a Shaolin temple." <laughs> Don't think, like, feel. It's like a finger pointing yeah. away to the moon. Don't concentrate on the finger, or you will miss all the heavenly glory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there it is. I know, I but, am digging but, out my Bruce Lee DVDs this weekend. Yeah, go on. In, look, go on YouTube. Even if it is not real, and I I'm, I'm guarantee it's absolutely real, it's all in black and white. It must be um, real, then. Well, of course it is. It's in black and white. <laughs> it is real, yes. I'm, I'm on your side. It's 100% um, real. But even if it's not real, it's it's the most spectacular thing in the world. And, and Jackie Stand Chan can... Leap, leap off a car park roof onto a balcony. Yeah. And Jet, Jet Li can um, do what do whatever he does. Uh, but they'll never come anywhere near Jackie Chan. Uh, uh, Bruce Lee, sorry. have you uh, seen this? There is an advert that they did about three years ago where it's Bruce Lee. I think he's advertising whiskey. And it's all computer generated. And it's brilliant. You would swear you were watching Bruce Lee advertising whiskey. It's, it's wonderful. Well, I can't understand how they let him down um, to have Michael Carradine. <laughs> oh, in Kung Fu, David Carradine. He was, he was supposed to be him. Bruce Lee was supposed to be the lead in Kung Fu, and they gave it to a white guy. what? I know. It's, Phil, Phil, listen, I've, I, I, it, <laughs> that's a wonderful clip. I'd, I, I'd not seen the ping pong thing before. Thank you for that. And, uh, yeah, Kung Fu was supposed to be Bruce Lee's big TV break after the Green Hornet, and they gave it to David Carradine, a white man who can't do Kung Fu. I used to love Kung Fu as a kid. It was the one with Grasshopper, remember? Ah, oh, Grasshopper, it was all that. Was, um, 0844 Scott, Jim, new and newish callers only tonight, please. Thank you. Late night, Ian Lee. On air and after On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> hey, earlier on today at 6.46, six minutes after it was booked, because when we phoned up he went, you're five minutes early. Uh, it, it wasn't. We uh, we phoned. It wasn't um, Steptoe, uh, as my impression would have given you. Um, we spoke to John Lydon. Johnny Rotten, um, as some of you uh, lazy slackers might know him. John Lydon. And um, what a charmer. What a delightful um, camp, showbiz, old queen. But in, in just the most possible, positive sense of the word. He was brilliant. We didn't mention punk once and i'm so proud of that he brought up the sex pistols he um mentioned the name johnny rotten i didn't didn't mention punk didn't mention it at all what do we talk about trump savile lockerbie i'm a celebrity i can't read your i can't read your lips um we talked about stage fright um and uh judge judy that's what we talked about you won't hear another interview with John Lydon like that one, I can tell you. We'll play it one night next week, and of course we'll put it out as a podcast as well. I think it's really special, actually. It's a really good interview, and he's charming, and he's delightful, and I think he's quite deaf. I, I keep trying to interrupt. There's like a break in the conversation, and I go in, and then he just goes off again on a tangent, which is great, which is great. And I think it's more him being deaf than him uh, than it being like a time delay thing because it was in Los Angeles but um, it started off badly I said John what are you doing living in 
um, America, I consider you to be quintessentially English. He went, well, considering I'm Irish, that's a bit of a surprise. Um, but it was just a joy, an absolute joy. He was wonderful. Everyone should speak to John Lydon. 0844 499 Jim, stay there. I'm going to go to Scott first, then I'll come to you. Yes, Scott. Oh, Scott's gone. Can we get Scott back, please? Jim. Hello, Ian. I, I don't know what happened, but um, Scott either died or got scared. Oh, jeez. So he's gone, man. He's just, Scott's dead. But we'll, we'll try and get Scott back. I'm sure we will. How are you doing, Jim? What you got for us? Um, I'm very well, thanks, Ian. Um, I'm calling. I'll tell you what, I'm really glad I got through to you, actually. I couldn't sleep. I'm trying to go to bed early because I've got a cold and I've uh, been sort of up early for work. And I yeah. thought I'd have a little um, sort of flick through the iPlayer app for some Radio 4 comedy. And um, it's Bobbins. Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of it is. I'll yeah. tell you what I like on Radio 4 at the moment. And I can't think of what it's... Oh, no. It's um, a, a, a guy called Joe Lysett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's well, it's, it's called... who? It's, it's, it's not what you know, or it's who you know, or something. I've seen that. Okay, I'll try that. Because there is... There's your diamond in the rough. There's one I quite like called Claire in the Community. I don't know if you've listened to that. Oh, my mate, my mate Alex Lowe is in that. That's right, he is. And what, he, what I like about it is it kind of, it seems, because I'm a bit of a, a, a woolly liberal lefty, yes. and it seems like to me that it's kind of woolly liberal lefties skewering woolly liberal lefties, yeah. sort of making a bit of, you know, having a bit of a laugh at them, because I think, you know, sometimes we can take us a little bit too seriously, and it kind of, you know, skews that a bit. And it's, yeah, it's, but that's worth a listen. But yeah, so a lot of it is, is cross. I, it's, it's funny, because I... I like Claire in the community because I like cause my mate Alex is in it, and I think Sally Phillips. I could just listen to her endlessly because I think she's, she's brilliant. brilliant. But I do think it's um, on the lighter side of funny. I, 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 I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say it was laugh out loud funny personally. Oh, I've definitely not laughed out loud at it. Absolutely not. It's, oh. um, yeah, it's the old ch- might elicit the odd chuckle. Oh, in that case, then um, I'm trying. I'm literally, I've, I've realised now that I've just, um, I've just sung its praises and uh, and then just completely yeah, damned it with you, faint praise. Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to think. Well, because you're right. I, I remember. You've got to be so careful what you say these days, Jim, because I was listening to a terrible programme on Radio 4. The 6.30 slot is very... There's the comedy slot, and it's very hit and miss. The now show. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. know. Uh, And I went on Twitter and said, this programme on now is absolute rubbish. How did this get commissioned? And then one of my followers, who I chatted to occasionally, went, "Um, I produced that, Ian. Yeah, I know. And I said... And I said, oh, man, I'm really sorry. Um, I shouldn't have been so rude. I don't like it, but I sh- maybe I shouldn't have been... I should have not been quite so vicious in my attack of it. And he went, well, you know, it's, it, you're not going to... We're not going to... I don't like everything you do. You don't, you're not going to like everything I've done. So we kind of got out of it. But it was awkward, which is why I try not to go online and slag stuff off anymore, because generally someone involved with it is following me. Yeah, and it saves you chewing your own arm off in embarrassment. Yeah, and when you do that thing, you just got to style it out and go. Yeah, I said it. Uh, maybe I was a bit harsh, but I, it's kind of what I uh, what I think. I try to think. There's not. Um, there were a couple of funny things on recently, and I can't remember. Uh, can't remember. Uh, see, I quite like the news quiz, and I know. Yes, it it's, is good. It's better than the Now Show. Put it that way. The Now I used Show, to yeah. Get the podcast of um, like the Friday night comedy and the news quiz was always. 
I always enjoyed that. And then, so they'd have that for about six weeks, and then the, the Now Show would come on, and I would sort of swiftly unsubscribe because that. Yeah, um, yeah. I like I like the new squeeze because I like Miles Jupp. He's great. I, I, lo- I love Jeremy Hardy. I've always loved Jeremy Hardy. I think he's just wonderful. I met him. God, 20 years ago, and he was, because my sister was working with him, and he was so charming, so I've always got a soft spot for him. I like Susan Cowman. And the other week, they had Frankie Boyle on, which I thought was a brilliant booking. He was yeah. hilarious. I bet, because I, I, like, I like Frankie Boyle when he's kind of, he, when, when he's not allowed to go sort of full pelt, when he's kind of <laughs> constrained a little bit by, um, you know, sort of the way, you know, the, the time and, and the station that he's on. Um, I think he's funnier. I think you know because I, I I do love him, but I think some some of some of his jokes sometimes I think they kind of maybe I know he's he, he's a smart guy, but I think they might um, they, they 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 kind of have they kind of pick on the wrong people, people who can't defend themselves. But I think he's wonderfully intelligent and very funny. I'm being I've got we've got to be careful. I've just been tweeted. See, this is it. But I've been tweeted by JP Devlin, who works on Radio Four, and he says, "Careful talking about Radio Four. We're listening to you. This is the thing. Yeah, I love it. I love. I love. I mean, it's just the, you know some of the comedies. You know, you know, I'm not so keen on, but as a station, I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh bit. yeah, it's if, for me. It's I don't listen to. Well, I, I listen to a bit of music radio. I've so, I, I do quite like listening to um, uh, Mark Radcliffe on on Six Music. He's great. Yeah, yeah uh, but that's the only one I'll, I'll listen to on there. But um, for me, it's it's between talk radio. LBC and Radio 4, that, those are the ones that I tend to kind of, you know, flick about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm doing a bit of a hard left turn, but the reason why I called oh, it, yeah. well, one of the reasons, and a couple of things, um, I called you about sort of four years ago when you were out on Absolute, and um, was, at that time... Was I rude I was, to you? No, you weren't at all. You were really polite, and you probably you won't remember what it was. The topic was something to do with... Pajamas. What do you wear in bed or something oh, yeah. like that? When you used to do topics, and at that time I was in the depths of alcoholism, um, and I rang up because I was really lonely, and I don't really remember what I said. And um, I found you again when you uh, started on the BBC, and, and I've only ever listened to the podcasts and stuff. And uh, since then, um, I've kind of been clean and sober for three years. Hey, and nice re- one, man. Really, really enjoy. Um, your your approach to this in because um i think you've spoken about it before it it for want of a better term the the sort of the the peaks and troughs as in the kind of difference in the topics of conversation and sometimes the the screeches around to sorry i'm a bit nervous that's no no it's right. i know i get it. you mean you like the clunky gear changes between yeah, but I like light that. and shade yeah I'm, it, it's you know what I kind of think that you know things doing a bit of work on myself. I like I know, I know that things that make me a bit uncomfortable are good. Yeah, and um, you know, and I sometimes like those, I love those gear changes. I love your honesty and all that sort of stuff. And there's so many things I've watched. I've watched Time Crimes from hearing you talk about it. Absolutely, <laughs> and yes. Threads. I hate to bring it up, oh, but yeah, I've, I've watched that. Um, um, at, at, can, do, do you, uh, listen, we've got two minutes. Um, and you don't, if you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. How, how you, you say you're clean and sober. You, you're doing it in the rooms? Yeah. And how's that going for you? Well, obviously it's going yeah, well. It, it, it is, man. It is. It's, um, oh, I, went, I went very hardcore to begin with, you know, a sponsor and the 12 steps, and now I have my own programme, and I'm dipping in and out, and um, yeah. it's 
speak to uh, speak to other addicts and alcoholics as uh, as much as possible. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, so it, it's it's great. You know, it's, it's literally it's life beyond your wildest dreams if um, if it's for you. Nice one, man. You, 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 we have a lot of people. A lot. We have. I know we have a few people. There are a few people that I know of. There are probably more who listen to this show. Um, and when they listen to it, they're, um, they're what's the phrase? In their cups or out of their cups. Either way, they're, they're either drunk or high, and perhaps wishing that they weren't drunk or high. And hearing someone like you coming on saying you've got three years is. Um, you know, it's not. I'm not saying it's gonna, someone's going to put their, look at their bottle of wine and go, "Hey, I don't need this anymore." But it, <laughs> yeah. it's hearing stuff like that. It just plants a seed. You know what I mean? It just plants a little seed that I uh, do. might grow tomorrow. It might grow in five years' time. It doesn't matter. But well, thank you for sharing that, Jim. I appreciate that. You're welcome, man. Nice one, man. Um, Take care. Listen, I've got to go because I'm late for a break. Of course, man. It's a lovely to speak to you. I shall call again. Speak to make it. Don't make it. Well, if I was at absolutely, it must have been about six years ago. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate. It. There we go. You see, Rob. I'm going to come to you after the news, if that's all right. So, just bear with us. We'll be a few minutes. Um, I like it when we do these shows. New and newish callers only. There's a real nice vibe. You don't need anything to call in about. Okay, don't just phone up and say hello, and we'll see where we get to with that. Sound good? Yeah. We phone you back, 0844 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk Radio. 0844 499 1000. It's a nice, relaxed Friday evening. Um, new and newish callers only. You don't have to have anything to talk about. Maybe if you've just been thinking, oh, I should give them a call. That would be the perfect time to do it. We'll call you back. It's Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yesterday was kind of like the 4th of July. The way your face lit up the entire sky. Had to look away because it hurt my eyes. The way you hit me was a big surprise. Making any sense, but I felt okay. Ask you if it was my birthday. This kind of thing don't happen every day.
She's on Twitter. Her Twitter account has kind of... She's been on Twitter for ages, but Imani Coppola doesn't, hasn't tweeted for years, and now she's gone a bit tweet crazy. So um, I suggest you find Imani Coppola on Twitter and you send her love, man. Send her love. Dean's unhappy. Hi, Ian and Kathy. Must be speaking to Ed. I was listening to your show last night and heard the interview with... I tell you what, um, Ed, why don't you come in here and Kathy... You all right out there? Ed, come and join me in here. We don't, we don't, we don't, we've never done it this way around. So, so uh, you, is that okay? Is that okay, girlfriend? You okay with that? Come and, come and join me, Ed. Come and join me in here. It's so weird. Everything's backwards. I know, I know. It's, it, we, it's kind of a bit of a backward show tonight. So let's, let's, um, I'll move the camera around in a bit so the boys are going to see. Hi, Ian and Kathy. I was listening to your show last night and heard the interview with David Icke. I found it fascinating, but I heard Ian say that David William Brixton speaking on Saturday. I couldn't find details of this. Thanks. Great show, Dean. Ed, would you like to explain? Well, it was a pre-recorded interview that we recorded like months ago yeah. and then played months ago. Yeah. And then played again last night, just you, for those that didn't, that missed it the first time around. Now, listen, um, uh, Catherine and I went to the Tate Modern tonight. Can't remember which one it was. <laughs> went, to, went to the Tate Modern because I did a job for Tate Britain, and um, they paid me in tickets mm-hmm. to go to an exhibition at Tate Modern. George O'Keefe, and they gave me way too many tickets. So mm-hmm. I've given you some tickets. Yes, and thank you very much. We've already got plans to go tomorrow. I think it's going to change your life. Is it good? It is absolutely brilliant. It Fantastic. Is, um, there's a few photographs of Bush. I like I like photographs of Bush. Like classic old 50s Bush. Like the good Bush. The yeah. good kind of Bush. Yeah! Yeah! Um... Like proper, you know, before anyone had thought of taking scissors down there. Before it was photoshopped. Yeah! This is like, this is pure bush. Um, <laughs> terrible. Um, but, um, oh no, I can't do it. The George O'Keefe thing was bloody awful. It was, it was, I did, I did, we, it was awful. I can't, we, I can't lie to you. It was Catherine's plan. Let's lie to him and tell him it's brilliant. Um, so. I she want- gave me the leaflet I was looking through. I was like, Okay, this could be interesting. I'll, I'll I'll find out what they think about it. And now you've you've kind it of was, just ruined the. So, uh, yeah, okay. you're welcome to those tickets. I will not be in any way offended if you choose. I'll bring you my report on Monday. Well, you, you know, it's it, 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 it's an interesting place. It's an interesting building. Mm. Um, and we didn't we we looked there and we had a little look. Uh, saw 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 an actual Picasso. But I thought the tape modern's meant to be all about that really. Im- this is what I the thought. art that's not really art. No, it's not. It's it's paintings. <laughs> it's paintings. Um, so we saw an actual Picasso in the same room as an actual Andy Warhol. Wow, that was quite. That's that pretty cool. Was cool. I thought, and I do. I like a bit of Picasso. Um, but so you, you were looking at Warhol, went, oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's an actual Picasso over there, flipping it, and to see them for real mm. um, is is unusual. Have you ever been to see the Mona Lisa? Yeah. Tiny. Oh, yeah. Compared to what you expect. It's, it's postcard. It's postcard yeah. size, isn't it? Yeah. Ridiculous. I, 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 real buzzkill. It's a real disappointment. I, but also, isn't, is the, isn't the Mona Lisa in the same room as Michelangelo's David? Is that? No, I think one, it's the same museum. It's the same, yeah, Catherine's in the, no, no, just because she's not in here. This is that talk, <laughs> this is us talking. Uh, it's, it's in the same museum, is it? I think the same museum. Yeah. It's it, it's certainly if it's not that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you're um, the, uh, I'm not going to read. If you're going to type abuse, Catherine, I'm just going to I'm going to take a picture of it and I'm going to send it to the boss. 
the new boss. Um, if it's not that statue, it's certainly a very, very famous statue that's in there. I don't know. See, there were too many people in there that I just was focused on getting to the front oh, and then get getting the out front. of there. I didn't get to the front. We stood at the back and we went... Oh. Isn't, it the, isn't it... It's a giant painting. There is something else in that room, but it's a giant painting or something. No, it's a statue, man. Really? I know the difference between... A, I don't know art, but I know the difference between a statue <laughs> and a painting, I think. Um, statues are weird. How, would you, how do you make a statue... Do you have to... Is it? Is it the thing of you've got a big block of stone and you're... We can do it with anything these days. I mean, that was how it was done back in the day, wasn't it? Yeah. They slowly chiselled it and polished it and sanded yeah. it and, you know, made it all smooth. I, and... I just couldn't be bothered. It seems like... A, and also, I'd get, I'd get it just near the end and I'd chop an arm off. Well, they did, didn't they? They chopped the arms off. Yeah. So maybe that was it. Maybe well, see, it... I'm making a statue. So I've got this... There we go. Hold up. No, that's not that's not going to stand. So it's not even a statue. Maybe I won't move the camera so you can see what's going on. <laughs> uh, do you want to sit, sit in here for a little bit? Yeah, sure. Right, why not? Fine. Let's go, Melissa. I will come to you in a second. Rob's been waiting for absolutely flipping ages. Good evening, Rob. You're through to Ian and Ed. Hip 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 hip. hip. What kind of cake? Oh, good question. Um, oh, probably a black forest gatto, or is that technically a gatto and not a cake? Well, no, that's well, the question. I, I'll let that into the the, the cake category. It's, it's a very seventies. I think whenever my mum and dad had a dinner party in the 70s, it was always Black Forest Gatto for dessert, which they would yeah, forget... Yeah, it was a go-to dessert, definitely. Yeah, but they would forget to defrost it, so everyone would be eating fro- this frozen solid block. There's the same parties where they had um, prawn cocktail as a starter. Of oh, yeah, of course. And you know how they made the, the kind of orangey-pinky prawn cocktail sauce? No. Do you know this, Ed? No, I, I don't know how they make it, no. It's ketchup and mayonnaise really? mixed up. Yes. Oh, God. It's ketchup and mayonnaise. So, I, and I always thought it was this mysterious prawn cocktail, this mysterious thing. And I only found out about five years ago, it's ketchup and mayonnaise mixed up. And that, to me, is... I mean, that's a dinner in itself. Mm. Ketchup and mayonnaise in a, <laughs> in a dessert bowl. Oh, I'll have some of that. Anyway, Rob, what have you got for us, boss? Well, just to go back to what you were saying, by the way, the... Michelangelo's David isn't actually in the Louvre. It's in the museum in Florence, um, so it's not in the same room as well, uh, as uh, Da Vinci's Mona Lisa. Rob, two things. Firstly, um, thank you for saying that in a polite way that didn't involve the F word, unlike a member of our team, Edward, who typed <laughs> on my screen. Typed on my screen, pretty much what you said, but had a lot more profanity in it. Okay. And, and yeah. um, secondly, Rob. <laughs> Well, what's the statue then? There's a famous statue there. Well, I know the Venus de Milo's there, but I don't know if it's in the same room. That that's... is not in the same room. That is downstairs. But that's I know the that. statue that's I'm in. It's, it's that's the, the, that's the one in the same museum. Yeah, it's the one. I'm, that's yeah. the one I'm in. But I don't know. I don't know what else is in. I, I, I've been myself, but it's many years ago. I can't remember what else is in there. Um, it's it's I a painting art is a little bit. I find a little bit. Boring. I do like Picasso. I do get excited when I see Picasso because I read about him years ago. Um, you know, right. Picasso was accused of stealing the Mona Lisa. No. Yeah, yeah. This is really. The, yeah, the Mona Lisa went missing. I can't remember when. I'm going to say 1920, but I don't know. I've probably got the years completely wrong. The Mona Lisa went missing, and Picasso and a French poet called I don't know how you pronounce his name Guillaume or something Guillaume. Anyway, they were accused of stealing. 
the Mona Lisa, and it was like this big thing, and it was like, what, what the hell are they doing? And, and oh, it, this is when it turned up underneath his bed, is that right? Uh, well, I don't know. I thought it turned up, rolled up in the toilets of the Louvre. Oh. But I'm not I sure. I'm, I'm, I, it, it was 22 years ago that I read this story, so some of the facts are, <laughs> are being made up by my bullshine uh, glands. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it turned up it, it turned up somewhere, and, and uh, the suspicion was taken off them. But, I mean, how cool would that have been? If, if, I mean, that, that's of... a good... If you, if you did steal that, I mean, that, that's a great... It's one of those, those sort of almost mythical... Uh, stories that get passed down from generation to generation, even though they're probably not based on any sort of real fact. Yeah. It's lads, isn't it? It's lads. It's lads. And he was probably exactly. off his face on absinthe and um, probably opiates as well. That was what was going on there. <laughs> it's it's just, a possibility. It's just a, it's, it, it's as Donald Trump would say, it's just banter. It's just locker room banter. Just bants. It's just it's just little locker room banter. Stole the Mona Lisa. Oh, you know that was just some bants the other See, night. Yeah, yeah. Hey, well, what a night! God, oh, God, terrible. Like, <laughs> hey, what what are we get up to, Picasso? Well, do you mean you don't remember? What? Do you don't remember what we nicked? What did we nick? Row cones? No, 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 no. What? But, but some onions on a street? No, no, no. The Mona bloody Lisa, and he pulls it out, flipping it. Oh, brilliant! So that's how I think it happened, Rob. That's Fair that's my. Um, my scenario. <laughs> that was fair enough. It was actually me who, who just texted you before you went on there to, to mention your profile picture in front of Babel in in, uh, in the tape. Oh yeah, now this was brilliant. This is this was um, if you look at my profile picture. I don't know if you've seen it, Ed. I've changed it. Is it's and I didn't know it was called Babel, but because uh, we did, I I liked the piece of art so much. I didn't want to yeah. read. I didn't want to read about it. I just wanted to enjoy it for what it was. And yeah. it's it, this huge tower. I'm I'm going to guess it's about 25 feet tall, made up entirely of radios. Cool. And some of them are on, not all of them. I thought that was a, a design flaw. I thought they should all have been on. But it looks brilliant and it sounds brilliant. It's a, you know it sounds a mess. You got you got LBC on, so that sounded bloody awful. <laughs> um, and um, it just it, it, I thought that was I thought that was really striking. Maybe it's because of this job I have. Maybe it's my passion for radio. But um, I, I, I thought that was that was really good. And it's kind of oh, it's incredible. Away. I mean, it's it's one of those things. It's and it, and also because where it just dominates the room. It's yeah. just an amazing piece of art. But I hope you don't mind calling up tonight. This is my very first time calling the show, and You're very well. I'm I'm a convert basically from the from the Adam Buxton podcast, and I've been listen, I've been I've been listening to your podcast now for a while, and I've only just started listening to the live shows, and it's oh. been it's been an absolute pleasure. No, it really not, thank you, man. That, that you know, um, I'm so thrilled that so many people. Uh, have found this nonsense because of Adam Buxton. Adam Buxton has been very, very kind to me. He's the sweetest gentleman, and and it, you know, it was I couldn't believe it when he asked me to be in his podcast because I look, was looking at all the people he'd had on, going flipping heck, all right. Um, but oh, that's brilliant, Rob. Thank you. We've had a lot of people that have found um, found the show through that. I'm um, on Monday. I'm recording. I'm I'm going on um, Scroobius Pips podcast. I don't know if you listen to that yeah, as well. No, I mean, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I need to start listening to that because I know a few people have mentioned it and it's mm. supposed to be very good. It is good. Um, he's really similar to Adam Buxton in that. Not, I don't mean in style or anything like that. In the... Um, what do I mean by that? Uh, he's a really nice, honest, open bloke. And within... I'd never met him before and he came on this show a few weeks ago. I don't know if you heard that one, but he came in. Yes, I did. And... Literally within two minutes, 
you felt completely relaxed in his company. Completely yeah. relaxed. And you get that from the guests. You know, you can tell that the guests have somehow, he's, he's lulled them into this sense of, of you can say anything, you know, you can say absolutely anything. And it's, he's a very sweet soul. You're right, Catherine. Um, he, I he's can a, believe that. Yeah, he's a really he nice He kind of draws gentleman. it out of them, doesn't he? Yeah. I, can, I can certainly believe that easily, yeah. And also, he's, you know, him and Adam, both of them have achieved so much, kind of on their own. You know, a lot of the stuff, is, uh, those two in particular have done, is off their own back, including record labels and TV shows and live shows and all of, the, and all of that stuff. They're, you know, they're very um, kind of focused, creative people, and I think they're, they're, they're both inspirations. But Ian, not to blow smoke, I think it's the same sort of thing that you have as they have. It's, it's that, you know, you, you lay yourself bare on the radio. You know, you, there's no there's no facade. You are who you are. And I think people appreciate that, that, that honesty, that genuineness that, that really comes through. And that's what's kept me listening, if that's any consolation well, to you. No, it is. And I appreciate that. I, th- I think they've got more uh, they've got more confidence than me that's that's what I, and they both have doubts they both question what they're doing yeah, yeah. you know but I, I mean, I, that, especially with adam that, that, that comes from his podcast i mean yeah. i especially because around christmas i'm not sure if you knew but his i think his dad passed away and some of the podcasts he did around there i mean he obviously you can tell how yeah. understandably devastated he was but just to try he obviously he's using this as an outlet but again it was so i don't know so refreshing to hear that really mm. I think it's. I think a, a page has turned in terms of um, uh, men talking about stuff like that and being open about stuff like that. And I think Adam mm. is, is partly a flag bearer. I think Matt Haig is a flag bearer. I think Stephen Fry was, you know, maybe 10 years ago when he... Uh, I, I, and I think, you know, I, I, it gives me a lot of confidence that my boys who are six and four now, when mm. they're, you know, 26 and 24, um, will have just come on in quantum leaps in terms of, of men being being able to talk about how they feel and 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 Hopefully. being able to share that kind of stuff because it's important you know because it kills it kills people yeah can i ask are you still doing um uh ian bolsworth podcast i know that he, he's in the process of doing like a, a podcast around mental health are you still thinking oh, of being a guest on that do you know what because we I, I had a ch- lovely chat with him and um i i, I passed the first time he asked me, I passed. I said, I'm not really in a good place to do that at the moment. And mm. then I sent him an email about two months ago, said, I'm in. And he replied going, okay, well, let us know when. And then I never got back to him because I kind of sunk back down again. Um, if he'd still have me, yeah, I'd love to. And I, I, I should, um, as the Americans say, I should reach out to him at the weekend. <laughs> and because <laughs> he, may, he may be hacked off. The, uh, you know, I, I said I'd do it, then I went quiet again. But I, I tend to do that much to my um, detriment. Uh, Rob, listen, I've got to move on because I'm really late for a break. But I'm, I'm really glad you've called. I'm glad you found us. And um, hopefully we'll get to speak again soon. No problem. It's been a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, mate. Cheers. Bye-bye. You see, we get nice. Um, it's a nice vibe. It's Good. always. We'll, we'll go to break in a second. Uh, it's always. Um, you, Kath knows what button to press, don't you? <laughs> cool. uh, it's. Uh, I always get a little bit of anxiety doing the, the new caller shows mm. because you're never, never quite sure. But look, we've had, we've got Melissa coming up next. We've had loads of people. Um, if you do want to call in, now is an excellent time. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, only on Talk Radio. We have uh, ways of making you talk. Just saying to Ed, uh, I got an Uber earlier on today and I asked the driver, Mohammed, that's his name, what my um, Uber rating was. Because I didn't know. I was very disappointed to find out it was only 
4.8. That's not bad, though. But 4.8, what have I done to warrant someone giving me a, a, a low score? Did you, you haven't thrown up in the back of an Uber or anything like that to... Is that a bad thing? That's a bad thing. Oops. It's generally a bad thing. I bet it was when I had the kids in the car and the guy didn't like kids. Yeah, that, that probably What's got... What's your Uber rating? 4.6. How have you I been know. doing well, that? Well, I use it every night, so I use it to get home. I, I think maybe when I fall asleep in the back of the car, they're like, oh, he's only a four-star then. He didn't talk to me. 1am. New callers only. In 35 minutes, we're going to do a Periscope a love bomb where we find... No, it might not work. Um, and it, it's, a, it's a little bit fiddly. It takes a few minutes for us to try and find people, and the first couple might not work. We try and find one person uh, uh, who's broadcasting on Periscope to one person or maybe even zero people. I announce their Periscope handle on Twitter and on the show, and on the, the, on the command go, we all pile in. So their they're viewing figures, you know, I think last time we got up to about 500, I think. Briefly, and we're we're all nice. That's the key. You've got to be nice mm. to people. It's not mean. It's not um. It, it's not horrible. It's it's kind of a nice thing. And we all go and say hello and nice things and tell them they're on the radio and stuff. Um, it might work. It might not work. There'll be a bit of faffing around as we try and find the right person that we want to uh, uh to go to. We'll do someone in England, I think Britain, um, because we did some Americans last time and they were very very potty mouthed. Yeah, they? they got a bit sweary. Very sweary. Um, so my suggestion is we'll do that after 12, okay? And I'll be turning the Periscope off then because I'll need my phone, which is there. Um, so Periscope is if you're, if you want to keep on listening, uh, you can go to talkradio.co.uk and you can listen live there, right? Cool. Uh, but I would suggest at home, dear listener, you download the Periscope app for free on your phone or you go to periscope.tv and, and hang out. Wait for us. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Melissa, hi. I've kept you waiting for ages. I'm so sorry. We've got. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. Hi, Ian. Hi, Ed. Hi. <laughs> um, I have to say hello to everyone on Periscope because I'm actually watching, and they forced me to contact as well. They forced um, you. The Periscope has ganged up yeah, you. Horrible, it, horrible. It, it was. It was. Um, yeah, very forceful, as you can imagine. No, but the reason I'm calling... Well, I have two reasons, actually. Yeah. Um, but the first one is, just in terms of your Mona Lisa thing there. See, I've been to see the Mona Lisa, right? Yeah. But do you ever go to a museum and you're really excited and you're like, okay, yeah. Um, and then you go and you get to the painting and you're like, right, how long do we have to stand here and look at this? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, uh, that's what the Mona Lisa was for me. Has so. there ever been anybody that's actually been satisfied when they've seen the Mona Lisa, where they've gone and gone, yeah, that's, that is a flipping good painting. <laughs> I don't think I anybody has. Because all, all of the reproductions of it make it look like a normal-sized painting, which it isn't. It's minute. Um, yeah. And it isn't... I don't think it's that good. I don't get it. I don't get it why it's so good. I did that as well. You know, when you're like what, looking at it going, does her eyes really follow me around the room? <laughs> I totally tested it. I'm surprised you could get around the room for the test. There's so many people there just trying to get this selfie with it. Are you? <laughs> yeah, no, there was actually loads. Oh, were they so doing selfies? Go in the then? background. When I, see, when I went, Melissa, when I went, selfies hadn't been invented yet. So, be, But also, we weren't allowed to take flash photography. Is that still the rule? That's rul- still the case. That's still the rule. Yeah, I think so. 
Okay. Well, you do see loads of people still just doing it anyway. Yeah, well, what, what's, people well, come over and give out. I think he, it's to do with the restoration of the photo. Here's the thing. The right, picture. first of all, once you've taken the picture, what, they're going to make you delete it? Get lost, go, get lost, Le Parisian Guard. That ain't going to work. <laughs> but also, it's behind it's behind glass, isn't it? Yeah. So you don't you don't want to use a flash because it will just It'll flare. It'll blow out. Yeah. yeah, you won't see anything at all. Um, yeah, okay. no, it's. I think. I, I, I think surely, um, we should. It, well, this is what we'll do. We'll compile a list of. You've got the seven wonders of the world. We'll have the seven disappointments of the world. There we go. And uh, number one is the Mona Lisa. Now, I've never seen um, a pyramid. Melissa, have you ever seen a pyramid? No, it's on the bucket list, though. But I think I would be disappointed as well to see a Burger King in the background. I, 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 it, there is, um, there is like a, a shop. Right there's next a whole, to there's them. a whole town. You've got you take your photo, yeah, and all those iconic photos are looking one particular way. You look the other way, and it, it's just is it? surrounded. Have you have you seen the pyramid? No, no. I, my parents went a few years ago. They're supposed to be a bit rubbish as well, aren't they? Oh, th- my mum seemed to like them. Are you allowed to go in the pyramid? No, no. you're not allowed anymore. Am, am I right? Anymore? Thinking, well, <laughs> yeah, you, you were, weren't you? Point. Am I right in thinking the way into a pyramid is you climb up to the top and you you move a rock and it's like a sort of it's like a slide that goes round and round and round till you get to the bottom. Is that how you get into a pyramid? I, I, I can't imagine so. Oh. Is it true? That, and this is a genuine question. Right. Because I don't really know a lot about pyramids, as you're about to find out by this next question. Is it true, Melissa, mm-hmm. that pyramids are full of booby traps like in the films? It, I, well, I have be. no idea. I, uh, like... Uh, According to Indiana Jones, they are. This is it. This is it. We all we all know, right? Fact that if you go into a pyramid, a hex gets put on you. That's a fact. Okay. Well, it was put there by the aliens who built it. Of, of course. course, it was. Of course, it was. But are they are they filled with booby traps? Like if you open the wrong door, do two massive trunks come swing out the side and crush you, or does the floor give way? I mean, they 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 must have put traps in there because they put. They're kings in there. I thought the trap was that Brendan Fraser would run out and tell you to run from he's, the mummy. He's referencing a film that I haven't seen, Melissa. I don't know the social I etiquette. I think I have here. seen it's the film he's referencing. It's a, oh, Majalili. Oh, yeah, he's in that film. Thank you very much, dear. I know if I just, just smiled at you long enough, you'd say something. No, I do not, I do remember that, but, but yeah. Um, well, OK, we're going to compile a list. The seven disappointments of the world. But Venice right, well, is... I ask you my other thing, or bring up the other thing. Yeah, of course I you can, Melissa. Yeah, you. go on. OK. Sorry, I'm a bit shy because I've never been on the radio, so bear with me. That's OK. You're doing very, very um, well. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to get um, your thoughts on Michelle Obama's speech with reference to Trump's um, pre- or, well, recent kind of comments. She's gearing up to become president of the United States of America in eight years' time, isn't she? Mm. That's what she's gearing up for. I think she'd be brilliant. I think she'd be. Um, I think she'd be great. Um, I didn't really hear all of her speech. I, I mean, I, it was basically just saying that Trump was a dick. Is that what? She, that, yeah. that was yeah, the pretty thing. much. Yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, I go along with that. You know, and I, I can't understand how anybody. <laughs> I can't understand how anybody can still defend trump as it being a bit of banter when he's said that he wants to go out with a 10 year old girl when she's a bit older what what i mean we've yeah. all we've all asked 10 year old girls and where's your husband 
Because they go, I'm not married! And what do you do for a living? I go to school. But to say to... Well, in ten years' time, I'm going to be going out with her. That's weird. To say that your your daughter is hot, uh, and that if he wasn't married, he'd be going out with her. That's weird. There's something wrong with that. Yeah, and going around grabbing women's um, 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 what's-its. Yeah, that's sexual assault. So, um, I can't understand, Melissa, how anybody... Can defend it. I don't think he's going to win it now. I, 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 up until no, I think he's gone too far. I think he has. I think he has. And and, and do you know the turning point for me mm-hmm. in terms of because I always thought he was going to win it was when Schwarzenegger said, "I'm not voting for this guy. I'm voting voting Clinton." Oh, I didn't even know he had said that. Yeah, he said it. He said it on Twitter, of course. <laughs> Where were you? Um, he said. He said, "I can't." I don't know if he said he voted for Clinton, but he certainly said, "I can't vote for this guy." I put. I uh, while I think the Republicans are important, I think my country is even more important, and I cannot vote for this guy. And when when he came out, I thought, right, that's actually that's a big name to kind yeah. of turn the tables on him. Um, but he won't. I t- here's the thing. Here's my thoughts on it. I don't think he'll win it, but. Like with Nigel Farage, the genie is out of the bottle now, and you can yeah. never get that genie back in the bottle. And the genie is, with Farage and with Trump, Trump even more so, is racial hatred, uh, misogyny, uh, sexual aggression. This is with, with, uh, with, with Trump now. Um, and just meanness. Just meanness. And now, for the first time, really, the political theme in this country in America is just mean. It's just mean. Yeah, it's horrible. And especially if you have kids and trying to explain to them, you know, if they have questions, trying to explain why are they mean so mean. You know, when it's it's good that children are showing an interest, but they're hearing the wrong message, and that's why they're getting interested in it. And it's not really the message you want to deliver to kids. Oh, he's made it into a reality show. You know, mm. as, as the, the hilarious tweet that, that I retweeted yesterday and has got about 15,000 retweets. I can't wait to see the season finale of America. And it's it's just such a delicious line, you know. It, yeah. it, it, um, I think it's put on. Melissa, I'm re- I'm so, I've got to move on. I'm so late for these ads. I'm all over the shop. I'm so glad you called in. Thank you. We'll speak again. 0844 499 This is Talk Radio. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0844 499 It's new and newish callers only. We're kind of messing things around a bit. Ed is in the studio with me. Hello. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing all right. How are you, mate? You okay? All right, buddy. All right. We're talking about Egypt earlier. Yeah. We went to Egypt about five, six years ago when yes. you could go there. Yeah. And um, we, we took a flight to Cairo from Sharm el-Sheikh. Yes. And it, it was literally behind the, the, uh, the Sphinx, if you like, and the pyramids, Burger King and McDonald's. Is it really? Yeah, man. That's, that's yeah. brilliant, because I would get very hungry. I get hungry when I go sightseeing, <laughs> and I like to know what food I'm getting. So, actually, that's a stroke of genius from the king and the clown. This isn't a disappointment to add to the no, list. This, this is, is a good thing. This is a great thing. Is it... I mean, i I never forget, um, Paul, I, me and my friend went... Yeah. Um, we were in Hong Kong for a holiday, and we flew over to China for three days. And... Um, we had a, a, a friend who kind of worked there, and he, he, he got us this driver. And we said, we want to go to the Great Wall of China, 
but we want to go to a bit that is not touristy, that tourists don't go to at all. Just want to see, you know, what it's like for real. And they went, yeah, 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 sure, no problems. And he took us to this place, this tiny little village, right? And as we kind of walk, you have to walk up a hill to get up to the thing. These two women started following us and were selling us, you know, tourist books and stuff. And we kind of thought, oh, well, okay, okay. And we we bought a book and they 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 went. And then we're on the Great Wall of China, right? And we look to the left, and for miles, all you can see are the mountains and the Great Wall of China. And to the right, all you can see for miles is the Great Wall of China. We thought, wow, this is it. No one sees this bit. And then we walk to the right about five steps, and you go, it bends. It's not straight, the Great Wall. It kind of bends round. As we turn this corner, there's a shop on the Great Wall of China. And it's this woman, and she's got, like... A freezer selling Cornetto, and she's got like <laughs> magazines and chewing gum and sweets. And there's a kid on a bed playing a hooky Nintendo, and we're going <laughs> flipping it. And it's, there's there's no escape from it anywhere. What would, were you disappointed? Were you disappointed with Egypt, Paul? Mm, I was, but I've ticked it off my list. It's a, it's one of the seven wonders of the world, yeah. and. Granted, though, I heard someone earlier saying you can't get into a pyramid, and you can. You can get into one of the pyramids, oh. because I've been in one of the pyramids, granted, and honestly. How did you uh, get into one of the pyramids, Paul? We paid a lot of money, <laughs> me and my ex, me and my ex, and it was, it was about ten of us, and um, but basically, you, you have to crawl on your hands and knees, because there's no space to get down to... A tomb, yeah. in inverted commas, which is basically a little six-foot hole in the ground, and there's nothing in there, and that's genuine. And is that, is that, are you sure you were in a pyramid? You didn't just cry, climb under some bloke's shed? Ian, I'm being genuinely honest with you, bud. And, but there's, 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 room, there's rooms in the pyramid, aren't there? There's chambers and antechambers. You've got it, mate. You've got it, yeah. So and, you've got to crawl down on your hands and knees yeah. into these chambers and it's it's it's, it's all um it's all for tourists definitely 100 percent like you know is there a shop selling cornitos here as well (laughs) (laughs) there's a coke machine inside it um and and when you say um it costs you a lot of money were you there was this a bit hooky did you was it a bribe that you paid well we were there we flew from sharm el sheikh to cairo yeah because that's where they are yeah. and sorry the sphinx was like that's what we went to say the sphinx and then we turned around and we seen what it was and then basically we got invited to carry on to see the seven wonders of the world well one of the well seven all, all the seven of them blimey that's true how much did it one. how much did it cost you to get inside a, a, a pyramid it was a uh, hundred about a hundred quid each we had the money to do it at the time. Well, so I mean, do you know right. what? If you go on the London Eye, or you, you know, you go to a London tourist <laughs> attraction, you, you you could be paying not much, not <laughs> much less than that. So it's about, it about five hundred thousand Egyptian dollars because it's Egyptian dollars we paid, which is a lot more than you know. Two questions, we, Paul. Did you see any booby no. traps? No. Have you or your well, ah? I was about to say, have you or your family experienced a curse? Mm. Uh, the the eagle-eared no, amongst you will have noticed. Well, no, the eagle-eared am- amongst us would have noticed. You said you went in there with your ex-wife, so the the marriage was doomed because of the curse put on by Tutankhamun himself. <laughs> oh, why did you bring that up for? 
Well, you said it. <laughs> you mentioned your ex-wife. Is it because of the two? Is it because of the curse? No, it's just oh. a Oh, in that, in that case, it well, yeah. okay, in that case, we won't she press. She had a lot of money to be fair, she had a lot of money. Well, fair, oh, I don't know. At least happiness is the way forward, isn't it? There we go. Paul, listen, thank you, mate. I, I appreciate you uh, sharing your um, your story about going into uh, a pyramid. That sounded like a bribe. It, it, so, if we were to do phone-ins, the two phone-ins would be the seven disappointments of the world and where have you bribed to get into what have you seen because you've um, put money in someone's hand? That's what we'll do. Oh wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. New and newish callers only, please, for the next twenty minutes or so, um, and then we're going to try and do a periscope, a love bomb. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee, unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh eight four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. New and newish callers only, please. And, and normally at this time of the night, um, I'm missing the. M- oh no, I'm not. Oh no, I miss it. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, normally at this time of night, the, f- the phones kind of dry up a little bit, and that's fine. Um, in about fifteen minutes, we're going to do a periscope love bomb. Here we go. This is a headline. <clears throat> The Italian jobby. Do you know what a jobby is? Is it something R-rated that you can only talk about after midnight? Um, well, or is that something else? We don't have R-rated in this country. We have um, X or triple X if it's really naughty. Um, and it means a poo. Okay. Brit, this is this is just, I mean, utter genius. Brit. <laughs> is this about Kath? I don't know. Brit gets off jet in Brindisi and does a poo on the tarmac. <laughs> That's the story. <laughs> That's the story. I don't really need to read any more, but I will. Oh, wait, 444-499-1000. Day, uh, a, a British holiday maker has been fined £3,000 after pooing on an airport runway in Italy. David Sharp, 68, was caught short after getting off a three-hour Ryanair flight from Manchester to Brindisi. Uh, This is is incredible. About 50 passengers were gobsmacked when the pensioner dropped his trousers to squat on the tarmac and relieve himself. Did he just not realise that he wasn't in a cubicle? Just on the tarmac? I mean, I guess... You know, when you've got to go, you, you've you've got to go. But it does sound particularly um, unpleasant. I'm trying to find. I've lost. Well, that's interesting. I put the um, some new clips in there, and they seem to have disappeared. Oh no, there they are. That's this is what. Um, I am. That's not what we want. Um, I really must tidy my way around my hotkeys. Is this it? Are you mad? That's what I wanted to play. Oh, wait, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um Mr. Sharp got up and walked through passport control where he was stopped by cops and released after questioning. Officers later traced him and his travelling pal to the Casa Barocca B&B in nearby Lecky, where Mr. Sharp of Salford was fined three and €3,300 for committing acts contrary to public decency. Police said he offered to pay up immediately and went to a cash point to take out the money. 
Mario Marconi, deputy police commander at Brindisi Airport, said, Do I do the accent? Go on. Go on. We are willing not to tolerate that this sort of behaviour. There was no need for him to do what he did. There were public toilets in the terminal, and he could also have used the ones on the plane. Oh, blind it goes on. He appeared to be the little worse for drink and was accompanied by another male passenger. This was a very embarrassing episode as it happened in front of around 50 passengers on the plane and airport staff. It's gone Jewish. He didn't say he was ill. I won't, I'm going to drop the accent because I, I've, offended, <laughs> I've offended two groups of people. I'd hate to offend a third. When he was questioned, he went on, this isn't something we deal with every day. The incident happened on September the 30th, but only emerged yesterday. Ryanair said an individual was detained. Mr Sharp was believed to be still on holiday last night. Does anyone know? I want to talk to David Sharp. I want David Sharp on this show. Can we find David Sharp, guys? 0844-499-1000. Ty's on the line. Evening, Ty. Evening, Ian. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Uh, Lemon drizzle. Yeah. I'm here to serve you, Ty. I, I had to call because you're talking about someone pooing on um, on the tarmac. You don't know him, do you? No, but I I couldn't listen to it anymore. Oh. So I thought I'd call up and um, try and fill some space before you do your love bomb. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a minute, Ty. Are you are you suggesting that what I'm doing here now is just filler? Mm, filler. Yes. Well, you could you would be. Absolutely 100% right, sir. I've been catching up on some podcasts as well. Yeah. So I'm not sure how out of date this is, but um, mindfulness. Yes. Um, I heard somebody talk about mindfulness the other day, and I wanted to um, extol its virtues and wondered whether you've done it yourself. Have you uh, practiced it before? I have done the um, Headspace app. Right. Which is a form of mindfulness. I tend to... I am, I am trained in the ways of transcendental meditation. So I have my own little mantra. So I kind of do... If I, if I need to meditate for a bit, I do that. I do my mantra, which is slightly different from mindfulness in as much as mm. I've got a word spinning around in my head. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I'll tell you what I like about mindfulness. Yeah, go on. Is that you don't look at it like sort of classic but how people look at meditation classically that whole kind of emptying your mind space and yeah. having nothing there because you can't do it yeah it just doesn't work so what i like about mindfulness is it kind of spins it around and and i think you sort of follow this sort of idea of accepting all kind of feelings and thoughts and whatever's there is there and you yeah. know it is what it is and i think it just kind of takes that on a little bit further so it's accepting what's in the head rather than trying to clear the head because you can't clear the head but if you recognize that there's always going to be stuff in there then you have a choice about how you deal with what's in there is, is that mindfulness is about being in that precise second isn't it not looking back and not looking forwards well for, for my experience and i've only been doing it for about two and a half years now there's sort of different levels. Right. Yes, there's a lot of it about the breathing. You probably hear a lot about that, about yeah. focusing on the breathing, which keeps you in the present moment. Yeah. You know, come back to the breathing. But you can still use it as a useful tool to examine 
your own thoughts and your own feelings. You don't have to. It's, there's no sort of strict, bit like the show, really. There's no kind of strict policy. Oh. You're entitled to kind of do whatever you want with it. Oh, so this, this, the, hang on a minute. We could, we could be onto a, a new thing here, Ed. That's are, great. Are you saying, Ty, that this show is a form of mindfulness for the <laughs> radio waves? Well, yes? I'm just, I'm just no. saying this. This. I'm just saying the similarities in the fact that there's no strict policy yes. and everything's welcome yes. and everything's sort of accepted. Yes. And so in that sense, there is a parallel. Uh, do, you, do you... Let me ask you a question. Do you think the show would be better if it were more um, uh, structured? No. I mean, freeform's great. I love it. Freeform, three hours a night, five nights a week? Yeah. I mean, it's just chatting, isn't it? Yeah. It's just chatting, and, and, and if you can chat, then then three hours isn't really that long, um, and you get a lot of people, you get enough people calling up, um, that I think it's kind of quite varied, so you can get all sorts in one, you know, in one show. So we've had Bruce Lee, yep. we've had Pooin on a Italian tarmac. You brought it up that time, buddy. And now I'm talking about mindfulness. But it's, um, it's a really useful tool, and also... All those people out there, you know, with their sort of mental health issues, uh, I find it a really useful tool in coping and, um, you know, helping with that kind of side of things. Mm. Because it, what it does, it gives, certainly for me, gives me the power to choose how I react to those thoughts. And um, it's a really easy process. It's not a difficult thing to do at all. Uh, I think it's a bit like um, a therapist. If you find the right voice and the right person and there's many people out there doing it so it's easy to get hold of different um uh people doing it but if you find the right voice that guides you through it mm. and you find the right one that kind of connects with you then it's a really easy kind of tool um and there's there's some there's a handful of things that i've picked up from it that i use regularly that it doesn't always work you know it's not an absolute because um, I still lose my shit sometimes. It's nice to have a toolbox with as many tools yeah. in it as you can possibly get. Ty, I'm going to move on. Thank you for that, mate. I appreciate you sharing that. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I just want to, before we do the periscope love bomb, I want the, I want a, the clown story of the day. Oh, Ed, I think you'll need to do a little bit of back counting. Uh, thank you. Uh, nice. Clown story of the day, guys. And it turns out, you know the one bit of bona fide clown footage we had, right, was the was the guy in uh, Uxbridge with the chainsaw, right, on the, the, I think it was on B&Q footage. Well, it turns out he was making a video with his mates. So he wasn't running around with a chainsaw to burst out at people and terrify them. He was making a video with his mates. So... The one bit of genuine clown footage we've got it is not what we thought it was. I love the fact his name was Kenny. Kenny. On Saturday night, a student dressed as a clown sparked terror by running through a university campus at Uxbridge, West London, with a chainsaw from B&Q. The 19-year-old, who gave his name only as Kenny, apologised, saying he was only chasing his friends at Brunel University to make a YouTube video. The father, who claimed he was disabled for life in an attack by a killer clown, was making it up, said police. Joiner, Simon Chinnery, 
28, said his hand was sliced down to the bone by a 10-inch blade at a cash machine, preventing him from doing the job he loved. He said the clown had a green wig, red nose and red beard when it struck him Blackburn. But police said he was not attacked by a clown and injured his hand falling on broken glass. So, let's count the number of bona fide, verified clown attacks we've got in the UK. Um... Oh, yeah, it's none. It's none! It's not happening! Imagine if the papers were to print a story every day about, um... There's there's a load of rapes going on. Or there's a lot of murders going on. There's a lot of murders... You wouldn't do that, but yet, for some reason, they think this is all right to do this and say it's happening. Killer clowns spark flood of calls from terrified kids to Childline. No, they don't. You running the blooming story newspapers have prompted a flood of calls from terrified kids to Childline. You've done it. Not the clowns, because there aren't any. Hundreds of terrified children are flooding Childline with calls about the killer clown craze sweeping Britain. It's not sweeping Britain. Figures released yesterday showed that in just one week, the charity was contacted 120 times by kids alarmed by strangers in scary clown costumes. Worst hit are Birmingham, Manchester and Nottingham. It's not not happening, though, is it? It's not happening. Um, After 12, we're going to try Periscope Love Bomb. So if you're watching on Periscope, I'm about to turn you off. Uh, Go to talkradio.co.uk and listen live or tune in your DAB radios. This will only work, dear listener, if you help. Okay, It will only work if you help. We'll get Kath in the studio. We'll all have a go. We'll try and find some poor, unsuspecting soul and we will make their evening. You up for it? You up for it? Good. Let's have a go and see what happens. This is Talk Radio. Across the UK, online and on DAB. A new kind of talk radio. We'll get you talking. Talk radio. Right, download the Periscope app, go to your laptops, type in periscope.tv. We are going to try and find someone when we come back and see if we can make their evening. Next half hour, 40 minutes or so, may or may not work. Bit of a punt. Let's see what happens. I'm Ian Lee. Let's go back to midnight. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with fire up. I've never been with anything less than a nine. So fine. I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone fast with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building I've never 
never spent much time in school, but I taught ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Yeah, we're all a little bit tired here. Maybe are you tired at home, dear listener? You feel a bit sleepy? It's because it's the night. It's the night time. It's been a long old week. Um, okay, so we're going to try a Periscope Love Bomb. Uh, you need the Periscope app, or you need your computer or your uh, tablet or whatever. It's periscope.tv. I am looking at a map of the United Kingdom. What we're going to do is I'm going to find a person who's broadcasting. Now, this may not work. Now, I just need to plug my... Um, phone into the computer into the system now um this may not work and it may take we'll, we'll we'll do a couple of goes and if maybe we'll do two or three goes and we'll see how it goes if it doesn't work well, well it didn't work and we haven't done this for a while have we no we're gonna almost gonna do it every week and then i think we've done it about four months ago well you know what we're like lazy um so i want to find someone who is broadcasting to not many people I found a guy who's broadcasting to 12 people. Let's have a little look around and see what else we've got in Manchester. Wags is broadcasting to two. Um, excuse me. It's, it's so funny, isn't it? Just um, Here we go. Here we go. Happy birthday, Munna. Right. Should we going to have a little look and see what's going on here? Um... Okay. Is it? Let me just ask. Is it your birthday? Is it your birthday? Is it your birthday? No, it's not my birthday. Is it now? Yeah. Oh. Whose birthday? Hang on, I'm just typing the message. Whose birthday is it? Whose birthday is it? He's about to call my. Okay. We're not going to go there. I don't want to go there. Because um, if, it, if it had been her birthday, well, that would have been delightful. Um, there's one labelled Bantz in Birmingham. <laughs> I think I think we'll leave that one. We'll give that a swerve. Um, let's have a look. I don't, um, Bantz. Babe, where are you? Um, I t- I, okay, okay. There's Someone's doing a music quiz. <laughs> okay. There are 12 people there. Shall we... Uh, We're going to ruin it. Can me and my friends... Hello. Can me and my friends come and play your quiz? Send him a message. Hello, Ian Lee. Can me and my friends come and play your quiz? Can, Ian. I like like you, Ian. Oh! Your your, your show is quite funny, Ian. You can. Oh, hang on. What's your... um... Um, It is MGMT. <laughs> he's doing a quiz. What's your handle? This might not work because he's aware, but let's try. Me like that. My handle, my handle is is Johnny Blowtorch, Ian. <laughs> um, right, everybody. At Johnny Blowtorch. Everybody, we are going to. Don't do it until I say go. 
Don't do it. Very bad remixes of songs. Don't do it until I say go. Are we spelling Johnny? I'm assuming J O H N N Y. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, Johnny Blowtorch. J O H N N Y. Blowtorch. No, I haven't got anything for it. Pompey Lou. Yeah, it's there. Johnny J O H N N Y. Blowtorch. You got to look for people. Yeah, I am. No results. Give us it here. Hmm. Well, that's funny because that's. Ian. Yes. Ian. Yeah, Ian. Ian, what are you doing? <laughs> I follow you on Twitter. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, thank. Oh, we talking talk about me on talk radio. Yes, we are. They can't hear us. Are talking about me? Oh, shit. <laughs> steady, steady. Uh, I um, can't find out how you do it. Um, guys, how do we find him? It is New Order, Blue Monday. <laughs> At Johnny. It's a mixture of someone else. Blow. Hang on, it's got a capital J, capital B. Does that make a difference? Apparently. All right. So, guys, we're going to go to... Kylie Minogue. Capital B... Lowercase c now go 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 at Johnny Blowtorch capital J O H N N Y capital B L O T O R C H. Oh, God, what Kate, what are you doing? What are you doing, Ian Lee? It should be www.periscope.tv slash Johnny Blowtorch. Martin C, yeah. You got him? Yeah. Here we go. Join him now, guys. Pile in. Remember, be lovely. We've gone from 12 up to 84. What's it? What's it? What's it? What's it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, thank oh, you. Thank Love you. bombs. Love oh, thank you. I'm doing a quiz. I do music quizzes two or three nights a week, people. Just what I just say. Um, Come on, guys. Everybody pile in. It's Johnny Blowtorch on Periscope. We're up to nearly I did. 100. I did. Let's see if we can get him up to 200, shall we? <laughs> There we go, here we go. 107. 110. DJ on the radio. It is tequila, well done. <laughs> it's still going. Thank you. Send him hearts. Send him messages. We're up to 117. Yeah. Can we get it up to 200? Every- I'm just typing message. Everybody pile in to www.periscope.tv. Slash Johnny. <laughs> exactly, Mr. JK. Low torch. Name the song now. and the artist, people. 133. Here we go. Oh, look. Thank you, Mr. Black, whoever that is. He's playing, What's he's doing a music quiz. We're, we're, well, we just asked what name the song is. Hello. <laughs> Hang on. Hello, Johnny. He can't hear me, by the way. I'm typing. You're Thank you, people. On I do quizzes. The radio. Night, Friday night. Right now. Blue man shoots to live, follow him. Thank we, you. Am I the radio right now? We love you. Ah, oh, you've got 160. Is it 100, really bad? Sorry. 157. Are you getting all the. You have, you've got the license to play all this. Um, uh, uh, ask us a question. Music. Here we go. Here we go. It's not, no, it's not, it's not a quiz. It's a quiz. Yeah. Give us a question. Name the artist, name the song. All right, that he's playing. These are all bad remixes, by the way. Who is this? 
No, not too bad. It's a love, exactly. Where's Mike Reed? Oh, thank you for the T-shirt. Thank you, thanks. Yeah, he's got a nice Ghostbusters Batman oh, T-shirt. Stairway to, it's a quiz. <laughs> so doing requests. Please follow and whatever. Can we get it up to 200? We're on 175 people. Someone's complaining. Oh, I know this one. Lou, calm down, Lou. Be nice. Scope bombs are so 2015. Unbelievable. It's my life. I wouldn't. I would go gay for um, what's his name? What's his name? The guy who does Dermot O'Leary. There you go. (laughs) Dermot, really? It's my life. Well done. That's me. I won. What do we win? (laughs) How about this one? Oh, what's this one? (laughs) Thank you, people. Keep turning those hearts, guys. How the how the um uh, is? All right. We're going to get see if it we, is. It's a living in a box. Hang on a minute. Let's see if we can get up to two hundred. Living in a box, Upton PK. Well Let's done. see if we can get up to two hundred. Then we're going to follow we're me gonna... on here as well. Please follow me on Periscope as well as Twitter, if you can. Do follow um, yes. No, it's not, it's a quiz. Do follow Johnny Blowtorch, guys. Bell Ainsley. If you're searching on Periscope, don't put the um, at. Just type in Johnny Blowtorch, and it'll come up. Yeah, that's my mistake. Privet baby, I might block you for that. Yeah, block, block privet baby. My <laughs> all right, guys, listen. Let's say let's say thank you, um, and we're all gonna uh, evacuate his periscope. Thanks for being a good sport. Thanks for being the good sport and being on the show. Good luck with the quiz. And on the count of three, dear listener, we're all gonna. Um, Say goodbye. One, two. Uh, thank you, thank you, mate. Three. Leave the room. Leave the room. There we go. You see, leave the room. <laughs> leave the room. That was fun. That was nice. It was a nice. It was a Gosh, nice warm up. We found the other listener. <laughs> well, he was. He wasn't listening. He's a follower, but he's not a listener. Is everybody? Um, is everybody bailed out of that room now? That's. Everybody leave. I need to tweet it because they're still all in there. Everybody leave. Everybody leave now. There we go. That was all right. That was a, that was an all right introduction. How funny. He's fo- he follows me on Twitter. Yeah. Isn't that funny? Should we have another go at it? Yeah. I think we on. can do I, I enjoyed that and he was a nice guy. I think we can um I think we can do more than that. I think we can do I think I, I want to get someone who doesn't know yeah. the act and doesn't know what we're up to. Um, Okay, so leave that room, guys. We're going to take a quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to try and find somebody else. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Okay, guys, we're going to try another one. This uh, this time we're going to go to Northern Ireland. And the title is, He's Ditching Me Well So He Thinks He Is. And I've just been watching this young lady. And she's in a car. Right. So, the name you want is Beth. M C G X B E T H M C G X. Go, 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 go. Search on Periscope for Beth M C G X. Beth M C G X. <laughs> well. Hey, Bethany. Hi. And don't forget, be nice. Why has she gone quiet? Oh, I've done me. 
Walk on here. Hi. Hep, 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 hooray! My, my friends are coming. Give me loads of hearts. What do you mean, what kind of cake? <laughs> Why is everyone asking what kind of cake? <laughs> Come on, guys. Alan, Beth, what kind of cake? M, hep, hep, hep. C, G, okay. X. Give me loads of hearts. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> Where are these people coming from? <laughs> Where are these people In going invite from? Invite your followers. Yeah, we are. We are, Bethany. Invite, invite your followers. Oh, there's one dump. Forget I got it. it. I got it. Let us know. How's that delay looking, Dad? Okay. That's okay. Let us know when we get a few Hearts. seconds. Why, why are they asking? We love you. We love you too. What? I love you too. How's, this, how's that delay looking, Ed? <laughs> How many have we got? That's plenty. What the follow me and I'll follow you back. Right, what I'm going to do, because well. right, we don't want her to swear. So I'm just going to turn the volume down and mine a little bit. Let us know when we've got a few seconds. Please don't swear. You're on the radio. <laughs> I'm going to send that when we've got some delay because I want to hear a reaction. Let us know when we've got two seconds. Beth MC GX is what you're looking for. She's got 150, 161, 162. Good, I can't see the numbers. Yeah, so 164. Keep going in there, guys. Keep sending love. 166. Be nice. Be nice. This is all about being nice. This poor girl's completely freaked out. Is she swearing? No, I don't think so. Ed, what have we got? Okay, fine. We've got two and a half seconds. So Go on, tell her. Please don't swear you're on the radio. Do you like tennis? Yeah, it's okay. You're on the radio. Please don't swear you're on the radio. What? Keep going, guys. <laughs> Talk to us. You are a star. You're like the radio. We love you. She seems very sweet, doesn't she? she what do you mean I'm on the radio? Talk radio? Yeah, you're on talk radio. Talk radio? Oh. What do you mean I'm on talk radio? Go to www what do you mean www.talkradio.com dot dot or dot co dot uk dot uk talkradio.co.uk go on to talkradio.co.uk with Ian Lee what do you mean like follow me follow me on twitter uh, Bethany MCG X no we love Bethany you. E Bethany MCG. 200. We're over 200. She's, That's it, guys. Let me go on Facebook. Yep. Uh, what do you mean? Um, okay, I won't swear. There you go. She's good. Swear. She's a nice lady. Go to www.periscope.tv. Can you go back and look at it? Well, it's MCG. What do you mean I'm yeah. talking to? Someone, no. someone record it and private, private message me <laughs> a video on, oh on Twitter. <laughs> Go oh, online. Yes, w. okay. Why am I on the radio? I'm on the radio. I'm the, let's make it famous radio. <laughs> How did... To all two men... What? We love you. What kind of cake? Hip, hip, hip. <laughs> hip, hip, hooray! I love you, too. <laughs> hip hip 
hip hip hip hip hip hip <laughs> everyone follow me on twitter oh my sister's there look periscope <laughs> that's not, my sister's in new zealand watching oh, this nonsense Ian Lee okay, has, yes, Ian Lee has keypad tone switched on. It's a phone line. crime. <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off. Streamed on the radio. Why am I being streamed on the radio? Can someone tell me? <laughs> like it's working. It's talk radio or something. Yeah. What do you mean I've won a car? Hang on a second. You've won a car. Someone's telling us. What are you doing in that car? That's very suspicious. There's two. What do you mean I've won a car? You, you have <laughs> not won. A car. Who said that? I don't know. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. <laughs> Tuna fish. Pick and pen. Pick and perry stream at random. Get some of those hearts going, not guys. Car. You've not won a car. What kind of cake? We love you, Beth. Since Alan, what kind of cake? <laughs> no cars what kind left. Of cake? <laughs> this is just nice just sitting and listening uh, to them, isn't it? Oh, come on, Dale, boy. That's not nice. Come on, let's be nice. You're not one of us. Listen to the podcast tomorrow. Well, it won't be out tomorrow. Give you till Monday. Follow me on Periscope and I'll follow you back. Follow me on Twitter also. What do you do like a private car? Someone's just mentioned something. This is terrible radio. Ring the show. What's the number for the show? Where do you put like a private car? Don't do a private call. What? Don't do a private call. What's the number of the show? Oh, we had four four. Four nine nine one oh oh oh. You want me to get the spell all then? That seems to be because loads of people are hitting that in. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one zero zero zero. Hep 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 hep. Okay, them? we're ringing them now. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm going to call you straight there. Okay. <laughs> Let's have a word. What's he all about? <laughs> I'm wetting myself. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't want, that. I don't want my number to be getting call, called to call you. Why? Come into my house. <laughs> answer it. Answer what? it. Answer it. Give it. Oh, they've turned the lights on. Look, they won't answer the Give phone. Just answer it. Hello? Hi, I'll put you through to Ian. Okay. Hey, Bethany, how are you doing? Hello? I'm fine, how are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can see you in your we, car. What the hell are you two doing in that car at 25 past midnight? We're, um, just coming home. Why, what, where, where did you find me? <laughs> we're just doing a thing where we kind of, we're a bit bored on air and we're going around Periscope and we were trying to find people who didn't have many people watching them and we saw you and, um... This is so funny. I was in, I was intrigued by your title. He's ditching me well so he thinks he is. <laughs> Tell everyone to follow me and I'll follow them back. Well, everyone follow Beth MCGX. Is he is he ditching? Is that your boyfriend? I'm on Twitter, Bethany MCG underscore. I could I followed. Is that your boyfriend? No. Have I won a car? Are you, no, you have not. You have not won a car, Bethany. That was someone telling you a wicked lie. You have won a million pounds. No, you haven't. There's no, there's no prize for this. It's just we send lots of nice people just to come over your way and send you lots of hearts. And um, so am I? Am I actually live on the radio? You're live on the radio now. So can I listen?
Well, yeah, but you've got uh, you've got uh, we're online or DAB, so you won't be probably won't be able to listen. But if you if you've got have you got a smartphone? Yeah, I do. Can I listen to it tomorrow then? You uh, you'll be able to. We'll put it out as a podcast next week. You'll be able to hear Monday, it, uh, Monday or Tuesday. Oh my god, this is so funny! But if you go if you go on your phone to talkradio.co.uk, you'll be able to listen to us talking about this now. Yeah. So where have you been tonight then? Hello, I can see I can see your fella looking in the phone. Look. He looks um, I, Hello, hi. I, I just um I just we just went for a drink and then like came home. Are you two meant to be together? Are we? What? Are we? Are you are you meant to be in uh, 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 we've not stumbled across Something we're not meant to stumble across, have we? No, this is nothing illegal, don't worry. Okay, fine. Well, that's good, then. I'm just, I was worried that maybe you didn't want to be spotted together. And so, who are you, Who are you, Bethany? What What do you do for a living? Um, I'm a student. Um, I do media. Hey! Hey! I do radio, too. Woo! What, what, do you, what do you want to do, then? In, where, where, you want to work in media, do you? Yeah, I want to do journalism or radio broadcast. Oh well, listen. You've, well, you've, you've done one. You've done one tonight, <laughs> um, Bethany. And where did you find me? Well, listen. How did we find you? No, how, how, do I come across as good? You come yeah. across as excellent. You've got an excellent voice. You've got a really lovely personality. Although I had to turn my phone off a couple of times when you started swearing, and I had to use. <laughs> No, I know you didn't know. And I had to use the dump button a couple of times. But you come across, you've got a lovely voice, and you come across as very charming and very personable. And that's the most important thing uh, if you want to oh, be a broadcaster. Uh huh. Um, so did you, did you follow me on Twitter? Well, I know who you are. Um, uh, do you know what? I'm not going to follow you on Twitter. What, but I will send you a message. What, what's your Twitter name? It's Bethany MCG underscore, I think. Bethany MCG underscore. You I think. F- oh. think. Let's have a little look. It um, has a queen as the thing or something. Um, do you like volleyball? No, no, no. Try Bethany MCGX. MCGX. Okay, okay. Um, let's have a little look. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you a message. Okay. Uh, listen, you've been a really good sport. We're all going to disappear now, so your numbers are going to drop down to, like, five again, okay? You can carry on doing whatever you were doing. You carry on doing. You enjoy your Friday night, young people. I remember being (laughs) young. Thank you very much. Thanks for being a good sport, and enjoy your evening. Take care. Okay, see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There you go, you see? And that's it. She was lovely, wasn't she? She was so good. What a good sport. Um, Everybody, say goodbye, and let's leave Bethany's... Let's just see her. Let's see what she's saying. Hang on a second. Let's just see Oh my god. <laughs> Mate, we were on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone follow me. It'll be, I'll like come on tomorrow if all of you is like follow me, you know. <laughs> bye. Hello. Bye. Bye. Does that seriously have to happen? See you later. Bye from Germany. <laughs> this is great. We never bye. get to hear after the phone call. This no. is brilliant. I can't cope. <laughs> I've heard of that guy. Oh. Bye, see you later. He's a bit of a knob. Bye, bye. Wasn't he on you tree? <laughs> hep, I've never hep, saw hep. that in my life. Bye. That's brilliant, like, isn't it? <laughs> they seen my thing. I was like, he's ditching me. And they thought, oh my God. It's a good title. It's a good <laughs> it's title. So funny.
use that next time we periscope. I actually thought I had one like a million pounds. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Thank you. Oh. All right. Listen, let's say goodbye. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter and on Periscope. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, there we go. That that worked well, didn't it? Yeah. That was a nice. That was a nice one. Well done, Ed. Excellent. Um, <laughs> we could hear you through the Periscope. It was incredible. Technology, huh? Isn't it's that the weird? future. We're living in the future. Um, that's enough. That's that's. I'm happy with that. We'll we'll stop on there. We'll stop on there. Um, I tell you what. Last thirty minutes of the show. When we come back, we'll have a quick break. When we come back, we'll we'll, we'll dissect that and we'll talk about that and what we can learn from that or what we can take away. Uh, and we'll do call straight to air for the last thirty minutes. How's about them apples? We're spoiling you with content this evening. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on air and off the on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, at Bethany MCGX, if you do want to follow her on Twitter, I don't follow many people, but I've just sent her a message. Um, if you do message her, um, you know. Be nice. She was what a good sport. Um, what a good sport. Someone saying she's won a car. Oh, That's a cruel. I know he did apologise and said he's had a few Polish lagers. That's a cruel <laughs> trick. Um, call straight to air for the last thirty minutes if you want. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. I like that. It was nice. Two nice people. Um, uh, the first one was nice. It, it, it was. I mean, what are the chances of of him being a follower on on Twitter? That was that was a real uh, surprise. And what was interesting. Two completely different reactions, because he was really the, the first guy who was doing the music quiz was really keen to stay in control, to yeah. not panic, to not get too excited, to accept that this is going on. I, I I make up that he was partly worried we were going to go on and take the piss, and that's not what it's about um, at all. Um, he's, he's doing his music quiz. He carried on doing his music quiz. Good for him. Isn't I that, had a go. What a couple. Isn't that interesting? I mean, he had five people watching to start with. But isn't that interesting that um, Periscope and Twitter and all of these things, Periscope particularly, I suppose Facebook because you can stream live on Facebook now, but you have to have an audience. This more random people can find you. Um, it gives people the opportunity to present tv shows and present radio shows and yes it might only have an audience of five people yeah um but that's you know we dream of getting audiences of five people i would have loved that when i was a kid yeah totally and he's um we were watching a gentleman yesterday in las vegas who blocked me because i asked him to say candy ass (laughs) and anus um he wouldn't he said fanny though but it means something different but he was you know he was kind of talking about politics mm-hmm. and things like that whereas i thought what that guy was doing the first guy was doing was great you know it was like and he had he had disco lights going on as <laughs> he well. thought about it yeah what, what what a charming way to spend a friday evening put on some disco lights and do a music quiz for five people brilliant <laughs> isn't that nice yeah i wonder I wonder what I really tempted to do another one now, but I'm not going to because I don't want that, that last one was 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 pretty spot on, so I don't want to. But um, I wonder why he does it. I wonder why at ten minutes past twelve on a Friday night, Saturday morning, he thinks that you know that's what I wonder if he's drunk or if he's lonely or if he's just enthusiastic or if he's you know a, a, a frustrated performer. I wonder they might be his friends from around the world. Yeah, they could know? be. They could be, could be an invited audience. Um, 
And then Bethany was, you know, was uh, just... It, it, it's funny because I, I can't, you know, how old was she? 20? I, you know, I remember being sat in cars on a half past 12 on a Friday night at 20 thinking, there's nothing to do, is there? You know, but I don't want to go to bed because mm-hmm. I'm 20 and... You know, and being a passenger, I might have been a bit boozed up, or you, you just, you just, you've got that freedom. You've suddenly got that eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You've got that freedom of a car, and being sat there. Um, oh wait, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. By the way, call straight to her. Um, and but then having that extra tool of periscope. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. I wonder what she. I, mean, I think it's still slightly different for girls. I don't think it's quite the liberating thing that it could be. What, t- tell me why you say that. Well, because when you know what happens whenever I go on Periscope. For all the wonderful things, it, you know, there are blokes that go on there just thinking you're going to get your bits out. Uh, and you that, get quite a lot of pervy stuff, yeah. Is that true? Yeah, 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 yeah. Really? Yeah. That's strange. Mm-hmm. Well, it happens. Well, that will only get worse when Trump becomes president. <laughs> and um, It'll be him! And grabbing the persuage becomes um the 15th amendment or whatever exactly. it is if the, the whatever we're up to now it'll be a fed it'll be federal law it'd be a fence not to grab a poussoirge whilst jaywalking <laughs> god he's vile isn't he oh wait four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number i enjoyed that dear listener i hope you enjoyed it as well i'm glad we got a good run of people um um on there um, uh, oh. Should we phone Dennis back? Because he did ring before the news and I said we'd give him a buzz back. Oh, if you want to give Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Can you ring him back? I just hate to think of him sitting there twiddling his thumbs or. Maybe twiddling something. Exactly. Uh, Mark saying the Perry Love Bomb is my new favourite feature on the radio. Um, Louise says, I forgive you last week's punch thing. You've redeemed yourself tonight with that scope. So funny. Um. And I'm trying to, uh, and loads of you, uh, um, for some reason, St- Steve has sent me some uh, teletext pictures he's done. I, for some reason, they're not coming up on my computer. I don't know why, Steve, so I can't see them. So I, I, I may not get to see them. Okay. Uh, Dennis is in Dunstable. Evening, Dennis. Good evening. Good, evening. Oh, good morning, isn't it, by No, now? it's not. I contacted you because you were talking about the number of murders. Well, in my day, of course... Turn your radio off! Oh, sorry. Otherwise, there's going to be another murder! Ah, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone, it's gone. But, no, in the paper this last few days, there's a young couple there, 15, 16, 14, 15... Well, no, hang on, we can't... Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. We can't talk about... We can't talk about that, Dennis, because that's... No, 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 Dennis, we can't talk about it, because that's going through the court, so legally we can't talk about it. Okay, that's all right, doesn't matter. I'm in the bad old days. Okay. Well, I know. I, 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 yeah, you see, this is. I'm going to leave it there, Dennis, because I don't want you to get in trouble for. Um, uh, you see, you see, that was your that was your idea. Well, you know, I'm all heart. That was your idea. Oh eight four 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 nine nine one thousand. Call straight to her for the last twenty minutes. This is Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. I haven't had a shower today. Because um, I had no no hot water, it was, it was cold water, and um, so I absolutely stink. I can't smell anything. No, Maybe I'm downwind. No, I, 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 I'm, I do stink. 
And also my mouth tastes horrible. Mm. That's done the last couple of days. I might have, like, the lurgy or something. Mm. Uh, call straight to air if you want to call. If You don't have to if you don't want to. 0844 Last 20 minutes of the show. Um, listening to Adele could kill you. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. Her music can end in crashes. Listening to songs by Pop Sensation. Pop Sensation? That's what she is. Yeah. She's a phenomenon. Adele is so distracting when driving a car, Mm. it could lead to your death. (laughs) (laughs) The Hello Singer came top of a list of music most likely to be played when motorists have an accident. Well... Isn't this just um, music most likely to be played? See, I would have thought um, that, like, you get these compilations, like um, the Ultimate Dad songs or Hard Driving with the G missed off. Yeah, I would have, you know, get your motor running. Power, power hits. Yeah, well, but not full throttle. It'd be called. Yeah, yeah, power yeah. ballads. Not, ba- not ballads like rock songs, right? And I would have thought because they make me quite aggressive, mm. get quite angry listening to those and so that would be more inclined to make me crash i think go on let's let's and kill myself let's plumb the depths of the science the hello singer came top of a list of music most likely to be played when motorists have an accident some 18 percent of brits by the way it's going to name a company that's done this survey i will not be reading that company's name out some 18% of Brits said they had her tunes playing on the car stereo in a near-miss or collision, followed by who's number two. So she's 18%. Who's so 17%? Someone else who's popular. Taylor Swift. Justin Bieber. Oh, Bieber. The research research found Aussie singer Sia, Sia, mm. Shah. Sia? No? Where? No, that's what she's called. Huh? That's what she's called. What's her name? Sia. Where? In the paper. I would pronounce that Shah, like Eddie Shah. You remember Eddie Shah? Yeah. Miss that guy. My dad used to use that as um, a slang for having a shower. Oh, I'm going for an Eddie. Was, uh, who is she? Should we name one of her songs? I want to swing from the chandelier. Oh, God. Was from next, the that's chandelier. enough. That's enough. Was next at 15%, followed by death metal rockers Slipknot. I got a member of Slipknot to sign my arse once. Did you? That's a true story. Did you get it tattooed on? It was the last ever episode of Thumb Bandits. It's a terrible show. And we had to go and interview Slipknot because they played PlayStation on their tour bus, right? They're famous for it. So we went on the tour bus to Slipknot. had the masks on and everything, right? And I was talking to this guy. It was the last one. I think I may have been drunk. And um, at the end of it, and it was the last shot of the entire series, I went, by the way, um, thanks a lot for that. Before we go, would you mind signing my arse? Ah! And he did. And he, fair play. He signed it. Right. I've always wondered about the mechanics of that. Did you have to go over his knee? No, I just I just bent over. All right. Hello, Line One. You're on the wireless. Hello? Hello, you're on the air. Is that Ian? Yeah. Hello, Ian. Hip, hip, hip. Hip, hip, hip. What kind of cake? Lemon plant. Lemon plant? Lemon... <laughs> Lemon polenta cake. Lemon Ooh. Pa- Una polenta cake. Lemon polenta cake. Una calava. Una calava pava. That is Ian, my favourite thing. Ian, it's Ben. Ben who? Ben. 
Hey, Ben. Do I know you? Hello, Ben. Yes, you do know me. It's been a while. Not Ben Piper. I can't be, because no, you don't sound like Ben no. Piper. I, I sound nothing like Ben Piper. Oh, you're not... Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Um, hang on a minute. You're not... Um, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Let me just put you on hold. <laughs> Who's the guy, uh, the radio presenter, that I filled in for on BBC London? Oh. What's his name? Elms. Hang on a minute. It's not Ben Elms, is it? Is it, is it Ben no, Elms? I, no, 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 no. Who, who are you then? I, okay, so I'm going to say Boomhauer X. <gasps> yeah. Saxophone? Oh, flipping heck. Sweet Lord. I thought your name was... <laughs> oh, I know exactly who you are. Ben and Richard. <laughs> That's it. Oh, oh God, blimey. We we recorded some songs um, next to a dominatrix's um, uh, set-up, didn't we? <laughs> oh, hang on a minute, Ben. Like ben, right. I haven't okay. spoken to you for, what, five years? How the hell Something am I like supposed that. to know it's you by you phoning <laughs> up going, it's Ben. And also, when, ben. when... And then you mentioned the name of the band, when before you joined that band... There was another member of it called Ben. Sorry to, to complicate, complicate things God. with my name. Sorry, my head has just sorry. melted. How you doing, man? You're right. I'm very well. You're drunk. I'm very well. You're drunk. Well, it's quarter to one, Ian. You, 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 uh, on a Friday night. Last time we met, you were drunk, and it was quarter to one in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing, Ben? Is a Ben is a brilliant, sexy saxophonist. And um, all-round good guy. What are you up to at the moment, man? Well, you know, this and that, here and there. Okay. Wishy-washy. Do you need me to come oh, and bail I you out of a police cell? Dodgy Bodsky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you need me to come and bail you out of a police cell? Is this what this call is? Am I, am I, your, no. am I your one call? No, no. Funnily enough, I'm taking my first ever Uber, ever. Ooh, con- Ooh. Controversial. The black cab drivers are going to hate you. Yep. I know. Bring it on. You know, I'm trying this out. I'm in a. I'm in a black Prius. Yeah, they. Yeah, that, yeah, they, they all are. Um, be be polite. <laughs> be polite, because my my Uber rating. I asked for my Uber rating today, and it was four point eight. Well, I think mine's about a two. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they're not so keen on having drunk young men in there. Don't soil his cab. Yeah, try try to keep keep all of your extremities in your trousers. And don't let any fluids out of any orifice, Ben. That's my only advice. <laughs> Ian, I just wanted to say, I was just phoning. I've been listening for the last week or so. Oh, thank you, man. I've been um, catching up with the podcasts, all of these things. <laughs> and I just wanted to take this moment about 10 minutes before you finish on a Friday night to just send you my love. <laughs> <laughs> I've really been enjoying enjoying listening. Why does to this you. sound like a threat? <laughs> no, I've I really just, been oh enjoying this. <laughs> I'm really enjoying. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice one. How how do you see much of um, Richard? Well, that's a a whole another story, my friend. Oh, have you fallen out? 
Fallen out would be one word for it, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. man. Uh, well, we, listen, I don't, I'm not uh, going to ask you on air what the situation was, but I'm sorry to hear that. Look, you know, the, friend, friendship, yeah. it's up and down, it's yeah. transient, yeah. things happen. You're very wise when you're pissed. But, <laughs> aren't we all? <laughs> you should try me when I'm sober. Yeah. I'm far less wise, actually. <laughs> anyway, um... I, I just I just wanted to send you my love, and I've been really enjoying listening to you. It's been um, a wonderful experience. Hang on a minute. This is you. This is you. Hang on. Let me get to the end of this song. Hang on. Here we go. Hang, hang on. This is Ben and Richard <laughs> in happier times. <laughs> me on bass, of course. <laughs> this is you. Isn't that ridiculous? What a fun day that was. I cannot believe you've dug that up. That is I, unbelievable. I, I found that as you were talking. Listen, man, I'm going to let you go because I've got a couple more callers. It's so nice to hear, hear from you. I'm, I hope you're, you're well and all of your family are good. And um, Send me an email or something, man. Ian, if it's cool, I'm going to phone you another time when I'm sober. How's yeah, about pl- that? Please do. Please do. And you, also fo- you can phone me off air as well. You, know, I, 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 <laughs> you won't have my new number. Send me an email and I'll send you my number. Peace. And love to my friend. I'm gonna, as Ringo Starr said, I'm gonna win this because he never bloody will. <laughs> Take care. Um, that was nice. Line I'm two, really you're, on the the <laughs> you're on the wireless. You're on the wireless. Line two. Hip, 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 I was just ringing in. Um, I just had the best night of my life. Eee, what happened? Do you want me to leave the room? No. <laughs> no, um, I just took my son to see comedy, live comedy, for the first time. How and old? he loved it. How old's your son? 14 years old. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yes. Where did you take him? To uh, a beer festival at the rugby club. Yeah. Which we've spoken about before. I'm ringing on a different number. That's not a deliberate conceit. It's just uh, (laughs) what happened. Um, But him and I went, and he sat through a number of acts. Ended up with Arthur Smith. He, he, you know, he's not learned any new language. He goes to school, so he's heard all those words before. Yeah. Um, But Fred Forenzi, um, uh, Arthur Smith, some real amazing acts. Just, just. Out of the box, and he absolutely loved it. Fantastic. Absolutely loved it. He, he's, his head hurts, he laughed so much. <laughs> Something he didn't get. Sometimes he stood there puzzled, yeah. sat there looking at them going, what are they on about? But do you know what? Oh, what a night, what an experience. That's beautiful. What a lovely thing to share with your boy. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, oh, you get this stuff, I think. You shared experiences and uh, education. Uh, <laughs> at his age, my dad was piling Derek and Clive and all that on me. Oh, I'd, but I've, I've said when I was 11, my parents took me to go and see the Young Ones live in concert, and it started off with, with um, <laughs> Rick Mail coming out with a, well, I'm assuming it was a fake penis, and doing a ventriloquist act with it. So, you know, I, and, and they, but my mum and dad looked at each other and went, well, they've seen it now, we might as well stay. And it was, 
that's what it's all about. That's what it's all. That's what being a parent's all about, and being a you know, it's wonderful. Well done. It is. I just you know, I've come back buzzing because it's been such a good night, and uh, and uh, yeah, comedy, and I listen to you, and I love your comedy, and I love what you do and stuff. I know you're not a comedian. You mentioned earlier that you're not a comedian, um, despite the uh, the billing. Um, <laughs> it's it's an and, easy uh, shorthand for some people, but I haven't called myself a comedian for about ten years no, now. No. So yeah, exactly. But, right, I, no, but yeah, some people bill you it, and you go, yeah, all right, whatever. If that's what you want to. Yeah, no, you're better than that. You're more than that. Than I'd that. Say. Uh, but there you go. Don't smoke up your eyes. Listen, I'm going to listen. I'm going to move on, but I appreciate that, and I'm glad you had a good night with your boys. I, I told you I've been taking my boys to concerts. First one was. Um, God, it was a year ago, 11 months ago, the youngest to see the monkeys. And he loved it. Fell asleep during the second half, but was, and at the end I was carrying it. But it, he was mortified when there was a point, and we're in the front row, and there's a point where Mickey Dolenz is singing a song called Going Down. And he offered the mic to me, you know, to sing a verse of the song. I was like, yes, straight up, singing it. And I finished, I got a round of applause from the Hammersmith Odeon. I turned round, and my, my eldest son, who was four at the time just just about to turn five was sat there with his <laughs> hands over his face and his elbows pulled into his stomach and afterwards i said to him did you enjoy it when daddy sang he went no i said how did you make it how did it make you feel he said i don't know i said try and describe it he said i felt all uncomfortable in my stomach and i said yeah son that's embarrassment, embarrassment. get used to that because that's what i'm here for it's your job man but i took him to that and then i took him to see brian wilson um, in the summer, and then I took both of them to see the bare naked ladies, you know, and they, they loved it. They found the bare naked, they found the, the final concert's a bit long. Because mm-hmm. good, good concert's about two hours. And it's days. late. Yeah, so they're very tired and they find it long. And again, he, he fell asleep during Brian Wilson. And we, again, I was up at the end holding him, dancing along to good vibrations, and he's fast asleep. Um, uh, they both stayed awake for the bare naked ladies, but they found it really long, and it, it, it did finish about eleven. So you know, for for four and a six year old, it's um, it's a late old night, but um, I love it. What 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 joy, you know, taking and sharing that moment with with my sons, and we go and buy drinks, and we go and buy crisps, and you dress up off. smart, don't you? Yeah, we dress up smart, but you know, we do dress up smart. We make an effort, you know, and it, we buy, I buy them programs and t shirts that are way too big for them. They've got all these t shirts that are like dresses on them, but it's, you know, it's all one day they'll fit. It's all exactly, you know, and hopefully, hopefully they'll wear those t shirts and. You know, they'll, for a second, they'll remember that that moment. You mm. know, so it's all um, it's all special stuff. Of course, the first concert was the Monkees, and we had backstage passes, and we got to go and got to go and meet them. And and now my every concert, my host goes, "Are we going to meet them afterwards?" Well, it, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work like that. I'm afraid <laughs> it's not always like that. That's the end of the flipping show. We're done. What? Hasn't it been a strange show tonight? We've done everything. Differently, you know, an unusual guest. I know it was a bit niche, so thanks everyone that sat through. I, I hope so, you got something out of it. Um, having Eddie, having the Periscope, having um, people from uh, Ben from my past call up was absolutely lovely to hear you, mate. Really lovely to hear you. Send me an email, Ian at Ian Lee.com. Um, but it's been a strange old show tonight, hasn't it? Yeah, but good one. It's been, it's been good, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice to try something different now and again, isn't it? For this, everyone. This is the thing I want to try and do. I want every show to be different, and I think we uh, we yeah, that's been it's been an all right week. Don't forget, you can get the podcasts. Um, oh look, look at this! You've got ten seconds, Dom. But before that, Gangsters Paradise by Coolio. He's gone.
What a way to end the show. <laughs> talk Radio. Join the Talk Nation. Pick up your phone and talk radio. We'll get you talking.